Life happy with a gift from Pickup Outfitters of Waco. KRZI Waco. K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time. Here's your host, Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch Smith. Hey, good afternoon, and welcome, welcome one and all to a Tuesday edition of Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Stretch, Garrett, we're glad you're with us on a gorgeous day. Blue sky, sunshine, 74 degrees as we get rolling here on a Tuesday afternoon. Let's uh, let's go around the Hornet check-in. Stretch, how are you? Good, fellas. I mean, have we had a better Chamber of Commerce day than what we're going right now? I mean, it is perfect outside. Blue Little breeze, it is absolutely magnificent in the heart of Texas. And, and, and this would be a day to be on the golf course? Hey, Maybe e- Anything outside, Tom. I mean, I'm telling you, I went out. I had to take my little man for, for, for some treatment, and I went out and just – and I've got a nice pool in the backyard. I just sat out in my driveway and just let the sun kind of hit on me. It – Nothing like recharging your batteries with a little sun, little uh, little light breeze. I mean, it really it doesn't get any better than this right now. If, if we didn't have to work today, Garrett and I seriously were thinking about going trout fishing, but uh, it, it, we just couldn't. We, we we've got to, we had to work today, so here we are, ready to go on a, a Tuesday afternoon. Have you ever been trout fi- fishing? By the way, Stretch, I have. My, my dad was a big was a big fly fly fishing trout fishing guy and i'm i'm not much with a fly rod and reel i can tell you that but i love the i mean i i do like the i love streams i love the water i like being out i mean there's to me i'm definitely an outside guy outdoors guy being in the football business now i'm i I can't really call myself a hunter because i mean during hunting season you were working but fishing and being outside and being on the lake that's I was brought up like that. I was brought up on Lake Travis, and uh, there's, there's nothing better than being out on a stream, on a lake, you know, just, just relax. It's the most relaxing thing that there is as far as I'm concerned. And Garrett, I know you're, you're, you're like me. You're a big trout fisherman. Oh, yeah. I go all the time. I've never, I've never been trout fishing. I've been, you know, fishing. It's cool, but it's not one of my go-to things. I don't go fishing. And I don't go hunting. I don't have the patience. I've never been hunting. Uh, I, if it was if it was called catching, I'd probably go. But it's called fishing, so I, I just I seriously do not have the patience to go do that. But Garrett, yeah. Garrett, would you know how to load a gun if I if I just handed you, I mean, what you needed to 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 load it up? Would you know how to do that? Yeah, I mean, I can figure it out. I've shot a gun before. I've just never gone hunting. Okay, well, that's better. I mean, you you weren't. You're not much on getting horseback. So no, thought, no, that's I not happening. Maybe I, you know, I thought, well, you know, horse, gun. Did you ever want to, you know, did you ever envision yourself of being a cowboy and, you know, riding no. atop, riding atop a big, a big horse and coming into town and cleaning it all out and, you know, flat bill and all. I could see. Well, I was going to say he's, he's a ten gallon hat guy all, every day. No, that was that was never one of my things. I, I didn't really. I was more like on the the Native American aspect of that when it comes to playing cowboys and Native Americans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get to the flat bill. And again, we're 
we're doing the show remotely today, and uh, so we're all scattered all over the place. So we neither one of us are, are able to see the hat. So you got to give us a, a very descriptive description of the of the cap that you're wearing today. So today is the Colorado Rockies hat. I got it's purple on the back. You got the black button, a little white on front with the the. I guess you could say silver, CR with the black bill. That's what I'm rocking today. Anything on the side? I mean, anything on the back? No, just the new era symbol on the side. Okay, so we got the new era logo on the side, and the uh, the Colorado Rocky. Is it in 3D? Yeah. It is, so it's raised. Okay. All right. Good deal. So that's uh, that's the flat bill update there, Stretch. It's the Colorado Rockies. <laughs> well, I tell you what. I tell you what. I know he's sporting it proud. And nothing, nothing like when you walk in and, and, and see Garrett, he's got that flat bill on it, big old Kool-Aid grin. It, it, it makes the day go a lot easier. So I'm sorry we're not in there getting to experience that today. Well, oh my. later on, maybe this, maybe later this week. Oh, there's uh, – I hope we're back in the studio later this week. I hope we're back in the studio tomorrow. Uh, get a little claustrophobic, if you know what I mean. It's a five minutes after 3, 3.05, and – a lot to get to today, and, and I, I don't really know where – let, let's talk college football right here for just a second. Let, let's we, – we know what we got to do. We got to talk about Ohio State and Michigan. We got to talk about a and M situation with Ole Miss, uh, Cincinnati and, and Tulsa, and, and, and stretch the meaning of, of what we're – I mean, I don't know where we go here. I mean – these games have such implications to to postseason play, not just conference, but to the uh, to the to the playoffs. So, do we push this thing back? I mean, would you be in favor of pushing it back? I don't know that we will, and I don't know what college football is going to do. But would you be in favor of maybe pushing it back just a little bit? So let me let me ask you this before before I answer that question. Let me say this: we have. The conference championship games are scheduled for the 19th. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. So this week being the – this would be – this weekend would be the 12th. What I'm trying to figure out is – and you and I talked earlier, if this week the game with A&M and Ole Miss is canceled – how is A and M then going to play? They're going to they're going to be able to play Tennessee the same day that the SEC championship game would be going on between Alabama and Florida. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. So what I guess I'm getting at here is, and and I think you asked the question. We are running out of time. The window is closing. So then your your response would be, do we push the SEC championship game back to the 26th in order to get, let's say, A&M, let's just take A&M, for example, in order to get A&M to play Tennessee on the 19th and then possibly have Ole Miss get to the other side of their COVID issues for A&M to schedule and be able to play Ole Miss on the 26th. In theory, is that kind of what you're leading to? 
Yeah, because here's here's what you're looking at. I mean, I'm just looking at from A&M's perspective, trying to get as many quality wins for the committee. They're not getting to the SEC championship. That That's Correct. not happening. But from Ohio State's perspective, now that's a totally different animal that we can get into a little later on. But I'm just I'm talking about, you know, obviously when you have a vote, and there's a vote involved in this thing, and we're going to get the latest poll tonight at 6 uh, on ESPN. But w- when you have a vote, guys, then then this, I don't know, is it eye candy, whatever you want to call it, I mean, quality wins, whatever. The more you get, the better position you're going to be in. So do you push things back a little bit? And, and allow everybody to try to get as many games in as or, – or are we out of time? I mean, well, is I guess it, that, So that's what I would say, Tom, is even if you push back, does that – I mean, does that guarantee that you're going to be able to get those games? There's no guarantee with right, this. Right, right. So, so, so I guess then with you saying that, my, my gut feeling is they're going to stay with the schedule that they've got right now, which would mean that A&M would – not play the Ole Miss game and enter them into the discussion of a that would be an eight an eight win season is that right they would be eight and one then uh, let's see so they're gonna miss well if they if they were to beat Tennessee I think that gets them to does that get them to eight and one or nine and one I think that's I, I'm, I'm I'm looking at it I'm trying to look it up right now I believe that's I believe that would be eight Eight wins, Tom. I think that would be eight wins. And I guess what I'm saying is, is that one, uh, let's say that one more, you know, would be somewhat of a quality win if they were to beat Ole Miss. Does that make them look any better to the committee? I I can't answer that. I I really can't. I I don't know the answer to that. So when you stack them up against – uh, let's say in Ohio State, uh, who could be a five-win team <laughs> or, or possibly a six-win team, I, I just don't know how that's going to – I don't know how you're going to – I don't know how you're going to stack those up. I, I really don't. I don't know how that's going to – I don't know how that's going to work out. I'm, I'm, I, I'm really – at this point, I'm really – confused as to what the committee's looking at because they want these quality wins. However, there are teams that are going to have maybe as much as a three-game disparity in number of games that they've played. So I, 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 I'm confused as to how that's going to work. I don't, there's no question. And we're going to talk some Ohio State a little later on. But they're sitting there, what, right now at 5-0? and And – looking to play but they're not going to be able to play against michigan and by the way this rivalry has been played since 1917 so it's more than just a playoff spot a conference championship qualification there's some history to this football game that you know that goes all the way back to 1917 it's an important football game to to those two institutions and, and really to those two states Absolutely, absolutely, and again, Tom, I'm 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 saying this, and I, and I I would like to, you know, I would like to, I'd almost like to be a fly on the wall to hear what the discussion is going to be or how the discussion is going to go 
when you've got an eight-win team versus, let's say, a six-win team? How, how I, I don't know how you can compare those two when you have that disparity. I, I really don't. And so I think the college football playoff committee is going to have their work cut out for them. Obviously, you know, it, it helps our business because we're in the sports talk business. We get to get on here and, 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 and gives the pros and cons for, for both of them. But I, I, I certainly don't know when you have that, that type of disparity. I just don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. And then if you're A&M, we've talked about this multiple times, They've got to be in the ACC championship game. They've got to be the biggest Notre Dame fans in the country for, uh, you know, for, for, for an ability to say, hey, we want Notre Dame to be able to get this win. That would send Clemson to a two-loss team, and we'd be able to take the fourth spot to get in. I, I, hey, it's going to be an interesting next three weeks right here leading into Christmas, and we're going to have a bunch to talk about. There's going to be a bunch of discussions. I, I, I think you got, you know, I think you've got teams here, you know, Florida. I think, I think you're going to, you know, they could make a push here if they, if they were to be able to, you know, beat Alabama in the SEC championship game. But, you know, how would that affect this? So there's, there's just oh, a lot of different scenarios steer, and a lot sense. of things we could talk about. So yeah, if Florida wins in the SEC title game, it, it puts this whole thing on its ear. I mean, there's, oh, yeah. there's all kinds of moving parts then. <laughs> and like I said, I, I mean, uh, I know we're trying to clarify it and, and, and Stretch is over no, here trying to, try, trying to muddy the water. But, I mean, I just think that you're going to see a lot of different – I think there's going to be a lot of different scenarios that could play out. I, I, that doesn't mean that I think Florida can beat Alabama because – I, quite frankly, I don't think they can. But I think what's the separation then? I mean, if you were to stack them up right now, Tom, I mean, how 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 would your four stack up? And 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 give me one to four. How you think they how you think they seed right now? I got Alabama one. I got Clemson two. I got Notre Dame three, and I got A and M four. Okay. I'm having a hard time, and I know Ohio State's an outstanding football team, but when you've only got five games played, it's hard for me to put you in there. And I I agree. I I don't think – I would like to think that's how the committee will see it because I agree with you one through three. And then, you know, right now where we sit, I I think this committee is going to say Ohio State, and I believe that A&M – when you look at their quality wins versus the wins of Ohio State, I think A&M absolutely you could make an argument for the Aggies to be the fourth team in. So it, it, it's going to be uh, – and then and then how would that be with uh, – I, I mean, how how do you think that would really stack up with, uh, with the fact that A&M – you know, and, and albeit early in the year, really got thumped by Alabama. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't close. So I, I just think there's a lot of different ways that that this could go. And obviously, if uh, if Florida were to step up and 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 and, and upset Alabama, you're exactly right. It's going to open so many more discussions for what could happen and what might happen. It uh, you know, and 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 how they seed these bowls. It's going to be interesting. If we have bowls, it's a 315, 15 after 3. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. 
This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight. Again, very quiet conditions, but it will be chilly. Low temperatures fall to 33 degrees. Mostly sunny skies tomorrow. Very mild with a high of 78. And on Thursday, sunshine to start. Then a few more clouds rolling in the afternoon, but still very warm. Look for a high of 76. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.36 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. So one time I was given some kind of gift that was something that you would use. It was like one of those things that you find on the infomercials mm-hmm. where you put your hand on it and it's like a button and it's supposed to be able to... To where you can grab st- it's things like a in claw. a small area. Yeah. It looked like the thing that was in... You remember Total Recall? <laughs> and, the, and, and when they pulled that thing out of Arnold Schwarzenegger's nose? Mm-hmm. That's what it looked like. And I'm like, I'm not gonna... I'm never gonna stick something up my nose. Unnecessary Roughness. Monday through Friday noon to 3 on ESPN Central Texas. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. ESPN Central Texas brings you the Holiday Chill, sponsored by Coors Light. You can enter for a chance to win a Yeti prize by snapping a picture of a Coors Light display at your nearest store and text it, along with your name and keyword, CHILL, to 254-662-166. Weekly winners selected every Friday on ESPN, and one lucky winner will receive the grand prize of 40-inch flat-screen TV. Coors Light, keeping Texas chill throughout the holidays. Celebrate responsibly. Must be 21 or older to participate. No purchase necessary. Details at Centex. Sportsfan.com. Only Fox 44's Mike LaPointe has the weather rate seal of approval for the most accurate forecast in Central Texas. What is Weather Rate? It's an independent organization that monitors forecasts for accuracy. From storms and wind to sunny skies and extreme heat, they track it all. So when you're preparing for your day, trust Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe and the Fox 44 Storm Team to give you the most accurate forecast every time. Fox 44 News, weather rate certified. Central Texas most accurate forecast. At Community Bank and Trust, we continue to add new and improved features to our mobile and digital banking systems. Our new person-to-person payment system allows our customers to instantly send money to friends and family, no matter where they bank. Customers using our debit card just log in online, input the friend's cell phone number or email address, and the money will be sent P2P to them. With Community Bank and Trust, enjoy state-of-the-art banking anywhere, anytime, on any device. Member FDIC. Walk-On's athletes put everything they've got into the game. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything we've got into bringing you a game day with a taste of Louisiana. Catch all your teams on over 70 big screen TVs. Dig into our mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp. Plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads. It's all made from scratch with ingredients you can't help but crave. Walk-On Sports Bistro. We live for this. (laughs) 
19 minutes after 3, 319. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas with Tom Stretch and Garrett. And we're going to dive into some NFL here in just a second. But, Stretch, you brought up the bowl games, and it got me thinking about the inaugural L.A. Bowl uh, that uh, that was scheduled for December the 30th. That game has been canceled. And now you're at 11 bowl games that are on the shelf. That's 22 football teams that are not going to be able to participate in, in a postseason bowl game. Yeah, and that's – I mean, that ta- that takes away opportunities from kids. You better be careful, though, Tom, when you say L.A. I don't know if that means lower Alabama, Lubbock area, <laughs> Los Angeles. I, <laughs> I I can read a lot into that with all, all that's going on with this pandemic because, yeah, California and what they're doing out there. I, <laughs> if we sit around and try to make some sense of what that Gavin Newsom's doing, we might – we might really have issues. All right, let's. Uh, and, and you know, we were talking yesterday just how boring that Pittsburgh Washington game was, and it was just another walk in the park for the Steelers. And we weren't giving them enough credit, and it was just kind of a low-key, undefeated season. And lo and behold, Alex Smith and the Skins—I beg your pardon, Washington football team—they uh, they came back and did their did the deal and, and got it done. Boy, I mean, that was. Guys, I, I I'm gonna tell you of the of the wins I've seen this year, and and as much as we've beaten down the NFC East, the Giants going to Seattle and winning Sunday, and, and Washington winning last night, I it, I it was shocking to me. I I really was. I mean, and we, like you were saying, I mean, we were we were doing our show, and you know, Philadelphia had laid their egg. Dallas is waiting around to. <laughs> possibly do what they're doing. And you thought, okay, well, we feel pretty good about the Giants. And then uh, we talked about Washington, and we were like, oh, it's 14 to nothing already. Is this is this really going to be a game? And then th- they kept kind of scratching and clawing, fighting around. I thought it was interesting what, what Alex Smith did there before the half. He came running out and said, hey, they don't have a kicking ball out there. They didn't have a timeout. The officials stopped the clock, and it allows them to get a, to get three and get a field goal off right there before the half. And you're still saying, ah, 14-3, big deal. And then they just hung around, hung around, figured out a way to win the football game. And then, you know, I liked what they said afterwards, though, Tom. I like it was, well, this was a, this was a trap game. This was, this was, uh, this was Pittsburgh – Playing their third game in 13 days, you could you 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 could feel this coming. You could see this coming. This 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 will be good for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, really. I mean, and 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 that's what I guess I'm saying. We always it always comes down to everybody except the the coach wanting to style point a win or a loss. But I I good for Washington. Good for Ron Rivera. Good for what he's done for for that organization and taking over an organization, guys. It was, I mean, quite frankly, it was in shambles. I mean, you know, you had all, you know, there were there were some there were some uh, sexual harassment issues that were going on with Daniel Snyder and the entire organization, and it's almost like he stepped way back. And isn't amazing what happens when the owner steps way back and lets the football guys kind of make the football calls. And all of a sudden, they're tied for first place in the NFC East. Five and seven on the season. New York at five and seven. The uh, Philadelphia Eagles, they uh, they and the Cowboys still having their woes. And the Eagles have now decided that they're going to hand the reins to Jalen Hurts. <laughs> wow. Did you see that? Could, could, you, could you really see that coming, too? I, I mean, I, I, 
that surprised me. I mean, I, I'm going to be honest with you. And and where do you go from here? That's kind there of my question. I mean, are you ever going to be able to go back to a guy who you've paid north of $100 million for in Carson Wentz? I mean, I I don't know what this organization's going to do. I don't know. I mean, I... You know, are they are they, gonna, are they gonna gonna keep Doug Peterson? I mean, that all of a sudden, I I feel like his job is almost in question with w- what and how this is played out. Uh, and, but you could see that when they went to Jalen Hurts Sunday against Green Bay, you could see the team kind of start to play a little better, do some things a little, you know, look like they had a little pep in their step offensively, look like he was able to come off the bench and kind of be the guy to pick that football team up so you know you still got the c on on carson wentz's uh jersey and uh, you know that last i checked that stood for captain but it's interesting he's going to be a team captain and play and, and and playing the backup role and holding the clipboard yeah and, and doug peterson said they were looking for a spark this week and, and and i'm like you can you go back to carson wentz do will you create a divided locker room you know uh who, who should be the starting quarterback? You got this group over here thinks this guy. I mean, where where are you going with this? I I, I don't have any idea. I mean, I, I think they're just trying to, at this point, Doug Peterson's trying to win a football game. And quite frankly, I think quiet the, the, the noise that's coming from the fact that, yeah, he won the Super Bowl his first year there, but are they, are they thinking about moving on from him? And I, I think that team's got a bunch of big decisions to make, and the first one's going to be how are you going to deal with Carson Wentz and the money that you've given him? You're not going to – I mean, nobody's going to take him on a trade. You're not going to be and, – and you're, 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 you're stuck with this unbelievable high-end contract, and I think that's – you know, this is, the, this is what causes so much, you know, uncertainty about other teams wanting to pay, you know, those kind of – Big numbers, and then if it doesn't work out, literally it could cripple your organization. All right, so that's a, a quick look at the uh, the NFC East and what's going on there. Cowboys and the Ravens in that wonderful Tuesday night matchup tonight at 7, 6 o'clock for our broadcast uh, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Brad, Babe, and Christy with the call. 6 p.m. pregame, 7 o'clock or 7.05 kickoff for the Cowboys and the Baltimore Ravens. We'll get into that a little later on in the show, but we're going to circle back around, and we're going to talk some Ohio State and Big Ten football. We're going to do it next on ESPN Central Texas. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears have added a game to their schedule. It's Baylor and Stephen F. Austin Wednesday in the Farrell Center. 6.30 for the Pizza Hut countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Wednesday for the Bears and the Lumberjacks. Baylor Big 12 basketball with Pat and John. The Bears play here. ESPN Central Texas. 2020 is almost over, and what better way to finish it off than with the Big Finish event going on now at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. We're giving the gift of employee pricing on all new Ram One Star 1500s, and with new Ram Heavy Duties on the way, we have drastically reduced all remaining 2020 2500s and 3500s. Only at Cameron Autoplex can you get legendary pricing on a legendary truck. Hurry in while the getting is good during the Big Finish event at Cameron Autoplex, where it's always cheaper in Cameron. 
With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchi Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchi Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchi Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchi Group at 1-800-258-8302. The staff at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac in Waco loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they are participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign and they're asking for your help. Now through December 11th, listeners are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to the dealership and drop it in the bed of the 2021 GMC Sierra pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase a new or pre-owned vehicle, Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac will place toys under their Christmas tree for the Marines to distribute in your name. Toys for Tots is an annual program that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas while also assisting them in becoming responsible, productive, and patriotic citizens. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. And now, a moment of chill from Coors Light. Coors Light, mountain cold refreshment, made to chill after the short but cold beer run from hot tub to cabin. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Smalt Sandwich Shop. The Steelers fell to the Washington football team 23-17, blowing a 14-point lead yesterday afternoon. Buffalo took care of San Francisco on Monday Night Football 34-24. The Cowboys and the Baltimore Ravens on a rare Tuesday Night Football game kick off at 7.05, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor men's basketball will have a home game tomorrow night at the Farrell Center. Tip is at 7 o'clock. The tickets and parking for the Nickel State game that was canceled will be good for tomorrow night's game. Chicago White Sox acquired right-hander Lance Lynn in a trade with the Texas Rangers this morning. Saturday's Ole Miss Texas A&M football game has been postponed due to COVID-19 testing as a result of a combination of positive tests and contact tracing within the Ole Miss program. Former Longhorn coach Fred Akers, who replaced the legendary Dale Rule, died at the age of 82 yesterday. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield, Glenn Stretch-Smith, Garrett Ross, we're glad you're with us. And Steve Hellwagon from Ohio State 247 Sports joins us. Steve, good afternoon. Appreciate your time. Yeah, great to be with you guys. All right, let, let's let's dive into this. Obviously, for so many reasons, this is a an important game. But just talk about the history of this football game and what it means not only to these two institutions but to these two states. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, uh, they once fought a war over the city of Toledo, I guess, uh, way way back when the militias. But you know, that's when it may have begun the late 1700s or early 1800s. But uh, football-wise, they had played every year for 102 years. 
It's been the last game of the season every year since 1935. And obviously, Ohio State has dominated the last 19 years since Jim Tressel got to Ohio State in 2001 and kind of flipped everything on its ear. Uh, Ohio State's won 17 of the last 19 meetings. The only two wins for Michigan were 2003 and 2011. In that uh, in that time period, the Buckeyes 30-point favorite to demolish Michigan, which is unheard of. Uh, the, the biggest point spread I could find in this game was 21, and that was back when uh, Rich Rodriguez and his comedy stylings, you know, were in uh, Ann Arbor, and they were like three and nine, I think, one year. So, uh, unprecedented uh, time, and and uh, sad. I think for a lot of people who grow up, you know, I'm 52 years old grew up outside Columbus and back in the seventies. And you guys know this, your team was only on television twice a year, you know, maybe three times a year. And then maybe the bowl game, but one of those was always the Ohio state Michigan game. And it's usually one of the most uh, highly viewed games of the year. You know, maybe there'll be a Alabama LSU one versus two game that, that takes the cake some year, but Ohio state Michigan consistently in the top three or four most watched games every year, and there won't be one this year. So that uh, all that in a nutshell kind of tells you where we're at. It's like a, it's like a megaton bombs hit the city. It's uh, really a sad day. If uh, Coach Day wants wants the league, wants the Big Ten to to maybe reevaluate their plan, do you see that happening? You know, that's a great question. I think the Big Ten athletic directors are probably going to jump on a Zoom call tomorrow and try and sort through this and figure out what the best thing to do is. Uh, there was a report today that Purdue has paused, which would free up Indiana if that game gets canceled. Now, Purdue may resume in a day or two if they get a, an all-clear, but, uh, you know, that would create perhaps a, a rematch or perhaps they rework the schedule and give them other scheduling partners to play a game uh, this weekend. But then, you know, you guys know football coaches. They hate disruptions. They hate changes. So if you've got a game that's set and doesn't impact any of this, and you tell them, oh, no, you're going to go play Ohio State this week, uh, that coach is going to scream bloody murder. So, you know, it's not going to be an easy thing to get done. But here's what I think. I think they set the six-game rule with good intentions of saying, we need to have a legitimate division champion in both divisions to play for the conference championship. And if you can only play five of your scheduled eight games, maybe you're not legitimate. But I don't think what they foresaw was this instance where Ohio State had to cancel one game themselves last week against Illinois or the week before. Ohio State's had two games canceled by its opponents, Maryland and now Michigan. And I'm not sure. I think if, if they came out and used that as the leg, that they stood on and said, this is the reason why we are amending this rule to down to five games and allowing Ohio state to play in the championship game. I don't think many people would complain about that because it's out of their hands when their opponent cancels. And the other thing is there's really no controversy. This isn't a situation where you've got two or three teams tied with one loss, all jockeying for the same spot. Ohio state beat Indiana on the field and gave them their only loss. There's nobody else even in this discussion. So, you know, if they were tied with one loss and, and, and you know, however you want to look at it, you might say, oh, that's not right. But uh, that doesn't apply here. So 
I think either get him an opponent or change the rule. That's what the athletic directors have got to do tomorrow. Now let me ask you this, Steve. How, how, how is Ryan Day approaching this with his football team? Do you, do you, do you, what is he kind of – is he giving them an underlying tone and an underlying message? Because it sounds like what's coming out of Harbaugh is, hey, we absolutely wanted to play this game after initially there were some statements. And I know Herb Street made some statements about, you know, Michigan wanting to duck this game. What do you think, Coach Day, what has his posture been with his football team? Yeah, I think he's tried to remain uh, positive and upbeat. I don't think, uh, you know, casting stones in this in this day and age. I mean, guys, there's much more important things going on in our world right now than whether they play a stupid college football game this Saturday. I mean, let's use proper perspective. I mean, X number of people are dying every day from this virus. So we got bigger issues and bigger fish to fry. I think uh, what, uh, what he – is said, and he was interviewed just before the cancellation. It came out maybe 20 minutes after his interview time was done, and he said, we have been through a lot of disappointment already. We had to cancel a game ourselves. You know, they did, he said, because of, of COVID. They had one canceled by an opponent previously against Maryland. He says, I don't think we're ready for more disappointment. He said it would be hard to stomach and hard to deal with. So, they're having some hard conversations with their players. My guess is they're on the practice field right now working to get better because they do have bigger fish to fry. They want to win the Big Ten Championship, and they want to go and play in the college football playoffs. So they're going to keep working. They're going to keep striving. And if the Big Ten puts a team in front of them this week, then they're going to give that team every effort. And uh, that's probably how I would assume he's approaching it. You know, they're, they don't have a leg to stand on. They can't say anything accusatory about Michigan because their hands aren't clean either. They they had to cancel a game themselves. So, you know, they're, they're all in the same boat together. And uh, it's just uh, you deal with the hand you've been dealt. Steve, right now, uh, the biggest the biggest talk is, is where Texas A&M lies in this, especially in our region. And with both teams, Ohio State and Texas A&M losing opponents this weekend. Why wouldn't you just schedule this game similar to how Coastal Carolina and BYU did or the situation with Baylor's basketball team where they threw a tournament together and just kind of settle this this weekend? You know, that's a great question. And that BYU thing, I think, came about either late Wednesday or first thing Thursday morning, and they had it booked and sent the truck six hours later, and that was that. I mean, I saw somebody tweeted that Texas A&M and Ohio State could play in that empty dome in St. Louis. You know, <laughs> maybe halfway or something, or Tulsa, or somewhere. Uh, you know, Tulsa's interesting too. They were supposed to play Cincinnati this weekend for home field advantage down in Tulsa in the American, and Cincinnati had to uh, cancel because of issues in their program. And now because of it, Cincinnati by default gets to host Tulsa the following week. So a lot of people upset about that on the Tulsa end, certainly. But, uh, you know, it is what it is, and I like your idea. I think it'd be great because the winner, uh, you know, I, I, I guess Texas a would not have another game uh, after that. But uh, Ohio State would have to go on and, and win the conference championship. The winner of that game would be a prime playoff contender. So, uh, yeah, I really like it. If I'm Texas a and I'm certainly placing a call. And, uh, you know, if I'm the big team, their big thing is they didn't want any outside games played. But, 
if Dickinson follows all the protocols and everything, then, you know, why not? And, uh, you know, you've got to make exceptions and whatever, and, and uh, you know, it is what it is. And uh, I, I guess uh, I, I tend to doubt we'll see that. My guess is either they're going to have a Big Ten opponent or uh, they're going to change the rule. I can't imagine they're going to just let this sit like it is because, uh, again, Ohio State uh, didn't, you know, other than missing the Illinois game, they didn't do anything wrong. Hey, Steve, as far as the uh, CFP is concerned, right now they, they like Ohio State in that four spot. If, if they don't get into the Big, two, uh, Big Ten title game, rather, excuse me, what do you think or where do you see the CFP dealing? How, how will they deal with, with this as far as Ohio State is concerned? Well, that is a great question. The Big Ten has told its teams that they're going to play a game next week, all, all 14 teams are playing next week, and they're going to seed them by standings, which means Ohio State would play most likely the winner of this week's game between Wisconsin and Iowa would be the runner-up to Northwestern in the West, and uh, Ohio State would play that team. We don't know if it would be home or away or at a neutral site. We don't know yet. But, uh, you know, that would give them a sixth win if they're able to win that game, and it would be over a ranked opponent because you figure the winner of their game is going to be ranked. So, you know, with six games and two wins over ranked opponents good enough, you know, I think we have to wait and see what shakes out. If Alabama beats Florida, then that means the SEC gets one spot. If uh, Notre Dame somehow beats Clemson at full strength, then that means the ACC gets one spot, and it creates an opening that you can slide Ohio State right in there and not uh, not have anything happen. I think – the common idea is that Alabama is going to beat Florida and that Clemson with Lawrence is going to beat Notre Dame, and Notre Dame would still deserve a spot. And then the fourth spot would be up for grabs between Texas A&M, Cincinnati, Ohio State, uh, and Coastal. Now, I, I don't think Coastal, you know, they never put Central Florida in there when they were undefeated, so it would be rare to see that. But, uh you know, it would be tough decisions, tough decisions, and, and certainly if it fell the other way, if Florida beat Alabama and, uh, you know, uh, Clemson beat Notre Dame, there are people saying those should be the four teams and leave Ohio State out. So, you know, I, I, I'm not going to stand here and stump for Ohio State because that's really not my job, but, you know, we knew when this thing started it was going to be apples to oranges at the end of the season. We knew some teams were going to play seven or eight games, and some were going to play 10 or 11, and it just wasn't going to be equal, but you had to look and see who's the best four teams. And, you know, undefeated should be worth something, but, you know, playing three or four fewer games should perhaps count against them. So, I don't know. You have to look at it different angles. Steve, one of the, the popular topics over the past few weeks here has been the recruiting aspect and with Quinn Ewers decommitting from Texas. Now he's going to Ohio State. Y'all got Garrett Wilson, Jackson Smith, uh, the receiver down there from Del Valley. Why is Ohio State having so much success recruiting Texas? Well, that's a good question. I think it started with Tom Herman. He kind of gave him the inroads, and they started with J.T. Barrett and J.K. Dobbins a few years ago, and then you know, worked their way on up. Uh, you know, they have uh, always taken, a, you know, maybe a guy or two from Texas, but to be in on the best of the best from the state of Texas, and, and you know, we could debate what's happened down there uh, with the University of Texas. Um, you know, I'm old enough to remember 
when Mac Brown had the thing in its heyday, they would have a list of the top 15 or 20 guys in Texas that they would select from that list. And they'd take their 10 or 12 guys that they wanted from Texas off that list. But it's no longer like that. And I just think uh, with the Internet, there's so much more connectivity. With national television, every game's on national television. Uh, your parents, your aunts, your uncles can watch every Ohio State game in Waco, Texas, or College Station, or wherever. So, you know, it is what it is. I, I just think, and, and plus the, the track record, you put guys at the uh, into the NFL. You look, uh, you know, you want to be a defensive end? Well, Joey and Nick Bosa and Chase Young, you know, who are all frontline NFL players uh, through Ohio State. That's That's your conduit. That's your way to get there. Wide receiver, they're starting to do a lot better at wide receiver. Michael Thomas, Terry McLaurin, doing really well in the NFL. And, uh, you know, these guys they got now, Olave and Wilson, they're going to be playing there in, in a year or two as well. So uh, I think that's just what people are looking at, that, uh, a track record of proven uh, winning and putting guys in the NFL and getting paid. That's uh, what it's all about. Hey, Steve, man, we uh, we appreciate your time. Great information. And, uh we, we do appreciate it very much. Tell us what we can uh, check out at Ohio State 247 Sports. Yeah, BuckNuts.com. We're going to go through all the different eventualities and, and, and what should happen next and hopefully get some clarity by tomorrow if they're going to get a game or get the rule changed or just going to have to deal with it. So, hey, you know, this is our world in 2020. Like I said, if it works out, great. If it doesn't, it wasn't meant to be, guys. What can you do? Hey, Steve, thanks so much. Have a great day. Yep. Take care. Steve Hellwagon from Ohio State 247sports.com. You know, guys, all the stuff that he told us, he, the one thing he said was, hey, it's a stupid football game. And, and at the end of the day, he's probably right. Perfect. That was that was perfect. I'm glad he said that. Probably right. All right. Probably it's right. A, a big pardon? I know. Probably right. You're exactly right. We, we, we're, 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 we're three of a kind right here. We believe that's probably the truth. It's a stupid football game. <laughs> well, we're trying to figure out who's going where, who's doing what. Is it fair? Is it unfair? And and at the end of the day, they'll figure it out, and, and, we'll, and then we'll gripe about it. I don't know. <laughs> it's a 345. That's what we do. It's 345, 15 away from four. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. We welcome in the voice of Baylor basketball, the voice of the Bears. Pat Nunley joins us from Indianapolis. Good morning to you. You know, J-Mo, here's the deal. Yes. So I feel like I feel like a shooting guard who's been moved to play the point. And I, I'm a bit of a fish out of water. All I can say is I miss you, and I can't wait for you to be sitting in that play-by-play chair. And me right next to you, by the way. But uh, yes. this, is, this is heavy lifting, man. Well, you know, you're just uh, you're perfectly suited for the color role, but you do so well. I, let me tell you, I've heard so many comments from people, and they kind of say it to me like, should I say this to him? But they say, what a great job you and David are doing, and I say, I absolutely agree. So, great job. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new Now 
now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South 5th Street. It's a delicate machine and a substantial investment. That's why you can't afford to ignore your car or truck. And with Valvoline Express Care Waco on Valley Mills, you can be rest assured your car or truck is in good hands. From the quick oil change to brakes, struts, alternators, and all minor repairs, they'll keep your vehicle running in top shape with quick in and out service. Locally owned and operated by Paul Sadusky, they'll take care of all makes and models. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6 and Saturday, 8 to 5. Keep your peace of mind with Valvoline Express Care in Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive in Waco. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Small Sandwich Shop. The Steelers fell to the Washington football team 23-17, blowing a 14-point lead yesterday afternoon. Buffalo took care of San Francisco on Monday Night Football 34-24. The Cowboys and the Baltimore Ravens on a rare Tuesday night football game kick off at 7.05, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor men's basketball will have a home game tomorrow night at the Farrell Center. Tip is at 7 o'clock. The tickets and parking for the Nickel State game that was canceled will be good for tomorrow night's game. Chicago White Sox acquired right-hander Lance Lynn in a trade with the Texas Rangers this morning. Saturday's Ole Miss Texas A&M football game has been postponed due to COVID-19 testing as a result of a combination of positive tests and contact tracing within the Ole Miss program. Former Longhorn coach Fred Akers, who replaced the legendary Dale Rule, died at the age of 82 yesterday. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Fifties and away for four. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, and you just heard on SportsCenter the uh, the passing of Texas former Texas head coach Fred Akers at the age of eighty two in, in in Glenn. Talk a little bit about Fred Akers. Uh, he was he was your guy. Garrett. 
All right, uh, we're 351, not away for I think we're having a little technical problem. Let's see. Glenn, are you with us? I'm here, buddy. Thank okay, uh, let, let's take a second and talk a little bit about Fred Akers. I'm sorry, Tom, what did you say again? I didn't hear I, you. I, I said take a second and talk a little bit about Fred Akers. Well, you know, he, he, first of all, I'll tell you this. I mean, he was a very stand-up guy. I mean, a guy that was wore his emotions on his sleeve. He was all about uh, the University of Texas, even though, you know, he went to – he went and played at Arkansas, but he, he kind of – when he got to Texas, he was replacing – the legend. I mean, and you knew that, and I felt like in my time there with him, he kind of always was kind of chasing that, replacing the legend, and and it never really, it never he never really kind of came into his own. And I say that because, you know, we had every opportunity to win the national championship when Mossy Cade fumbled that punt against Georgia, and I think that, you know. When he got there, he had Earl Campbell. Uh, he was able to kind of immediately hit the ground running, establish himself. Again, think about it, chasing the the legend of Daryl Royal. And then with that opportunity to win the national championship and when it didn't happen, I think it really, it really, he never really got over that kind of that last little hump to be able to win that national championship and put that stamp on his career. And, and it's really unfortunate because he had like an 800 winning percentage when he was the head coach there. So it's one of those things where he got the job replacing a legend and it's kind of the position that none of us want to be in. You don't want to be the guy that replaces the man. You want to be the guy that replaces the guy that replaced the man. And I think, that's the unfortunate side of it. But he, he was a heck of a guy, heck of a guy to play for, stand-up guy, all business. And he, he, was, he, he represented everything that I felt like the University of Texas stood for. All right, uh, let's go to the uh, walk-on sports bistro listener line and say hello to Todd. Todd, what's going on? Yeah, good afternoon, gentlemen. First of all, I'd really like to brag on you all guys for a little bit. And, uh, Tom, I've known you for a long time and stretched. Uh, some of the expertise that you bring to the show is outstanding. But y'all's whole team, Tom and Stretch, I mean, Garrett, I mean, y'all got four really high-quality shows that I can turn them on early in the morning. You've got The Voice, then you've got The Young Pups. I hope they don't take offense by that, but it gives you they give you a different perspective. You've got Unnecessary Roughness. And then y'all follow it up and do a great job. But I just wanted to tell y'all how much I appreciate the time and the teamwork and how y'all put it together. I really, 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 really do appreciate that. Uh, thank you. That's very kind. And I, we, we, we need more people call like that, Tom. More <laughs> more, more guys that have, have a little background <laughs> with you that want to come in and uh, – you know, tell us the, 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 that that positive thing. You know what? And, and here's what I'm going to say too: This country needs more of that. We we need more people that talk about the good things that are going on instead of in, instead of. I can take some stinking idiot under a bridge and he can tell me something bad. Tell me what good is going on. So hey, I appreciate you. I appreciate that phone call and I appreciate the pat on the back. We we all need that in this country right now. Todd, you still with us? 
I, I think Todd has stepped away, and we do appreciate it. And I have known Todd. He is a good guy. So uh, the, I think he's the mayor of Meridian, isn't he, Garrett? Yeah, I believe so. He he he's either the mayor of Mayor Pro Tem uh, up in Meridian. So all right, so three fifty-five, five in front of four o'clock here on a Tuesday afternoon. Again, we've got football. <laughs> this is strange to say, but we got football coming up tonight right here on this uh, on this radio station. We've got the Cowboys and the Ravens. It's a six o'clock pregame and a seven o five kick. Cowboys at three and eight. The Ravens at six and five. And again. Uh, stretch the cow and i want to get into the cowboy we're up against the break but i want to get into the cowboy raven matchup in a few minutes and we'll get back to that we'll circle back to that in just a couple minutes but uh, right now i want to remind you about our friends over at the at the baylor club baylor uh, at the baylor club guests enjoy panoramic view of the campus the river downtown waco you can discover this private club inside of McLean Stadium with all the amenities that you've been missing, including complimentary breakfast for members Monday through Friday, a la carte dinner for lunch and dinner, and events for all interests throughout the month. If you've got an event coming up, you've got, hey, you know what, you, you're still trying to figure out your, your Christmas party for your family or whatever. You can do that at the Baylor Club, and you can do it in, in a a perfect environment that is going to be just exactly what you want. They're going to work with you to get exactly what you want, and you're not going to have to do any of the work. They're going to do it for you. They've got a – it's an upscale environment, and it features chef-driven cuisine. And, and, and again, the the place is just a beautiful place, and you could – you can walk around, and, and, again, you can look at the downtown area. You can look at the river. You can look at the stadium. You can look at the campus. It's just it's just a wonderful place to go and, and check out. So if, you, uh, if you've got an event coming up and, and you're, you're needing some help with it, why don't you give April or Stephanie a call, 710-8080, 710-8080, and uh, that's the Baylor Club. We're ready for some football, baby. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2020. First down, Dallas at its 45. Only heard here. And Dalton under center. Five-step drive. Good block by Pollard. Deep ball right. All season. Cooper right in over his shoulder. Down the sideline. Touchdown. Tuesday night, it's your Cowboys and the Baltimore Ravens. Live from M&T Bank Stadium. On ESPN Central Texas. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. ESPN Central Texas brings you the Holiday Chill, sponsored by Coors Light. You can enter for a chance to win a Yeti prize by snapping a picture of a Coors Light display at your nearest store and text it along with your name and keyword CHILL to 254-662-166. Weekly winners selected every Friday on ESPN, and one lucky winner will receive the grand prize of 40-inch flat screen TV. Coors Light, keeping Texas chill throughout the holidays. Celebrate responsibly. Must be 21 or older to participate. No purchase necessary. Details at Centex sportsfan.com my part-time service in the army national guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community i call home 
My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. It's a delicate machine and a substantial investment. That's why you can't afford to ignore your car or truck. And with Valvoline Express Care Waco on Valley Mills, you can be rest assured your car or truck is in good hands. From the quick oil change to brakes, struts, alternators, and all minor repairs, they'll keep your vehicle running in top shape with quick in and out service. Locally owned and operated by Paul Sadusky, they'll take care of all makes and models. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6 and Saturday, 8 to 5. Keep your peace of mind with Valvoline Express Care in Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive in Waco. Genco has extended their offer till December 31st to refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Refinancing will lower your interest rate, which then lowers your monthly payment. You pay less for your vehicle, rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today and keep your money, 90 days worth of money, only at Genco FCU. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice, subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org, NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Greg Evans, class of 89 of Redwoods Incorporated, says Gigamaggies, Redwoods Incorporated, your Central Texas headquarters for specialty building products. Redwoods Incorporated at 623 Esther, right behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods carries a full line of outdoor building materials, such as Redwood, Western Red Cedar, Timber Tech Composite Decking, premium grades of yellowwood-treated pine lumber by Great Southern, stainless steel fasteners, and premium finishes to protect your project. Call Aggie alum Greg Evans to help you with your next order, 772-5243. KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, a minute after 4 o'clock. Tom, Stretch, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. And I want to uh, mention that the uh, Bears will be in action tomorrow night. The Baylor men's basketball team will be in action tomorrow night. Because of COVID, the game tonight with Nickel State had to be postponed or, or maybe even canceled. So the Bears are going to play uh, Stephen F. Austin tomorrow evening at 7 o'clock. We'll have it for you beginning at 6.30 with the pregame. And again, the tip-off at 7 o'clock tomorrow. And uh, guys, we were talking about it, uh, just how important it was to maybe get a game in before before they go into conference play, and they're going to be able to get that done. So congratulations to Scott Drew and his staff and all the people in athletics to, to work through all the logistics and, and get this game scheduled. And, again, there's so many moving parts stretch to scheduling a game. You just don't call up a guy and say, hey, you want to play? Uh, there's a lot of things that go into it. And they were able to get that done in, in what, less than 24 hours. And, and so Stephen F. Austin will be coming in here for a 7 o'clock tip tomorrow night. And it is a game that the Bears need to get played before they go into to league competition. Yeah, and, and guess what? So does Stephen F. Austin, right? An opportunity to go play the top. I mean, we could sit here and, you know, say they're at the bottom line. They're a top four team, whether you 
you know, play some one, two, three, or four. They're they're a they're a top four team, and so Stephen F. Austin, good for them for stepping up and accepting a challenge and saying, you know what, we need to go gauge where we are against one of the best in the country. And good for Coach Drew. And you know what, I, yes, Tom, it, this is this is going to be a win-win for both of those teams. And I absolutely think they needed another game to you know get under their belt and see where they are so they can gauge the things that they need to work on and what they need to do going into conference play. And incidentally, if you had tickets for the Nichols game and parking and all of those those type things, they're going to be honored for tomorrow night's game with Stephen F. Austin. So go ahead and uh, you can use those tomorrow night to – if you had tickets to the to the Nichols game, so there you go. Uh, let's see, it's a 4:04 here on a Tuesday afternoon. And speaking of Big 12 basketball, fifth-ranked Kansas and Creighton just tipped off a little afternoon matinee going on, and uh, we'll be able to kind of keep an eye on that one as they play in Lawrence, Kansas, and Allen Fieldhouse. Eighth-ranked Creighton and fifth-ranked uh, Kansas, and uh, we'll kind of keep an eye on that game for you. All right. Uh, Boy, it didn't take Chris Young long to get started, did it? Stretch, he, he immediately signs signs his contract and then trades a guy. <laughs> doesn't, it, doesn't, it feel, doesn't it feel like he's <laughs> saying, hey, you know what, we're not going to be very good this year, so let, let, let's strip this thing down bare bones and see if we can, you know, see if we can start to rebuild, which is what I hope that they're thinking. But, no, it didn't take him long. He, he, he moved on in a hurry in, in, in that situation. And then the question becomes, Okay, well, who's who's going to be the opening day starter right now? And I don't think we have any clue. No, no, I, I don't either. And, and I'm like you, though. If if Lance Lynn can bring you, and that's who the uh, the Rangers traded to the Chicago White Sox, and some are saying that that Lynn was probably the most prized pitcher on the market, so the the White Sox were able to get him. And so for the Rangers, it is strip it down to bare bones and and kind of re retool this thing and get started and does it really matter who the opening day starter is i you know i probably not uh other than the opening of a christening of a of of a brand new ballpark but i guess it's already being christened by the national finals rodeo so (laughs) tom (laughs) probably not you're you're exactly right well and again what are your expectations for for the rangers this season well, I mean, I, I don't know that I have any, but but I I tell you what I don't want to do. I I, I don't want to think about a hundred loss team. I mean, do you? Right. Yeah. That, no, I mean, no, so that's, I'm with you. I mean, that's that's kind of what I was thinking here. I mean, c- can you imagine going into spring training with without any real hope? I mean, I'm I'm always one of those. Hey, they'll figure it out. Someone they'll they'll, they'll somebody will step up. There's a guy you know down on the farm. Something. But man, it feels like they just don't have a whole lot of hope going into this season. Oh, and it feels like it. And guess what? They don't. And and, and part of me wonders: is that why John Daniels kind of moved moved him into that position so that you know he could deflect some of that some of the what is going to be immense you know I think immense scrutiny in this town. It should be, guys. I mean, I'm I'm telling you since the, and I've said this, and you guys have heard me say it today. Nolan Ryan walked away from here. I mean, this thing has been in – it's been in reverse. And they can't even get it into neutral. that That's the frustrating thing. Well, we'll see how it all goes. Uh, as, And, again, we don't even know, guys, 
whether we're going to have fans in the stands this season. Well, that, and that's the thing, right? You 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 would think if even if you did put a team out there that loses a hundred, you're going to get some. You're going to get some. You know, hey, just people going to the game just just for the experience, just for the newness of it, just for the restaurants. Hey, we're going to go eat at you know Aikman's restaurant, and we're going to go to the game. Hey, we're going to go. You know, we're going to go here, and then we're going to go to the game. We're going to we're going to experience a little bit of Texas live and be able to go to the game. Well, if there's nobody doing that, I I don't know what I, I, guys. I don't know that this situation with the Rangers to me is really puzzling. There's there doesn't look like there's any real direction with what's going on. I you know I haven't certainly haven't looked at any of the minor league guys and said okay well. You know, I could point here and say, well, boy, he's coming. And, you know, it used to be that way, right, when they had Profar and you thought, oh, boy, they got, you know, they got the best minor leaguer in the game and, and it's only a matter of time before he gets here. I, they're, they're, they don't even have that. So, I, I don't know. I guess I guess what you look forward to is maybe one or two tape measure shots coming from Gallo. And other than that, I'm, <laughs> I'm just not sure what you're going to get. Yeah, that's uh, – and, again – we're talking Ranger baseball at Christmas, uh, around the Christmas season. But, you know, it'll be here before you know it, and they'll be in spring training. At least we hope they'll be in spring training, and we hope that they'll they'll be uh, opening the season in April. But we don't know. No, we don't. We, we sure don't, Tom. And, I, you know, I, I, I guess I, I'm going to go back to what our, you know, when we had our guest from, Ohio State come in here and tell us, hey, you know what, it's just a game in, in the big scheme of things. I guess it doesn't matter. But to you and I, it does matter. And I want to see, you know, I want to see the Rangers put a great product on the field in the same way that I want to see the Cowboys, in the same way I want to see the Mavericks, in the same way I want to see the Texans. I mean, all the all the Texas teams, we want to see them put a good product on the field. I mean, I, I it, it's uh, or on the court, on the, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, the competitive juices start to flow. But in the big scheme of things, are, are, you know, will we see a baseball season? And will we see the Astros, you know, back out there? And will we see the Rangers? I, I, that, that's still – that's still uh, it still feels like maybe this maybe this vaccine time will be will kick in by then and we can, you know, we can start to get to the other side of, uh, of what's been a, a, a rough and challenging year. Yeah, there's no question. 2020, uh, I mean, that's been our kind of our theme – throughout this program you know anytime something crazy happens it's 2020 yeah. <laughs> and, and we've kind of we've kind of lived by that mantra and and it's been true though i mean it, with with all the craziness that has gone on and every time you think you've seen it all you see something new correct i mean we we, we don't ever we haven't it's like every day when we get on to do our show we kick around and garrett does a great job of steering you and I into the right lane and getting us to where we need to be. But ultimately, there's one or two times a, a, a week and almost daily where, you know, we, we just come up with something and we're like, oh, my gosh, what is what's going on with this virus and what has canceled or what, you know, what what's being rescheduled? Can we move the windows of opportunity? Is, is there time? And, you know, we don't we don't have any answers we just come up we just come up and give them great ideas tom that's all we can do you know and we we've learned one thing out of this if there's a will there's a way you know we we joke because seriously there are some college football games where the contracts are signed that are five six you know seven even seven years out 
uh, these two teams have agreed to play in 2027 or whatever the case may be. But the fact is, BYU and Coastal put something together in two days. I mean, so if if, if there's going to be a positive, that's kind of my positive. Don't tell me you can't. Tell me how we can. That's exactly, that's exactly right. I mean, I, I, I look at what's going on with the National Finals Rodeo. Don't, t- don't tell me that we can't. Tell me that we can push on and have this thing and we can get these guys who, you know, have had, uh, you know, what ha- really half of the rodeo season still get them in for their Super Bowl. I- I'm like you. Don't tell me how we can't. Show me, show me the path of how we can. And they've proven it to us that they can. I mean, you know, the the Bears are going to play Stephen F. Austin. That game got canceled on a Monday. It was pretty much scheduled last night, announced this morning, and uh, they're going to play tomorrow. So it it can get done. It it takes some work, but it can get done. All right, so a dozen minutes after 4, 412 here on a Tuesday afternoon. Again, we've got the NFL tonight. It's the uh, – it's – the, 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 probably the most popular game of the year, the Tuesday night game. I know it used to be Sunday night or Monday night, but it's now the Tuesday night game is now by far the most important and most popular game uh, of the NFL week. And we've got it for you. The Tuesday night game is the Cowboys and the Ravens. And it uh, gets that away at 6 o'clock right here on ESPN Central Texas, 7.05 kick right here on ESPN Central Texas. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back, and we'll talk about the Cowboys and the Ravens. We'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight. Again, very quiet conditions, but it will be chilly. Low temperatures fall to 33 degrees. Mostly sunny skies tomorrow. Very mild with a high of 78. And on Thursday, sunshine to start. Then a few more clouds rolling in the afternoon, but still very warm. Look for a high of 76. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.36 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. So one time I was given some kind of gift that was something that you would use. It was like one of those things that you find on the infomercials Mm -hmm. where you put your hand on it and it's like a button and it's supposed to be able to... To where you can grab things It's like a claw. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like the thing that was in... You remember Total Recall? (laughs) And and, and when they pulled that thing out of Arnold Schwarzenegger's nose? Mm -hmm. That's what it looked like. And I'm like, I'm not going to... I'm never going to stick something up my nose. Unnecessary Roughness. Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on ESPN. In Central Texas. Since studies show more and more people use their mobile devices to conduct banking business, Community Bank and Trust is keeping pace with the latest technology. Both commercial and personal customers can make mobile deposits. With our responsive mobile app, you can complete any banking task right from your phone. With Community Bank and Trust, enjoy state-of-the-art banking anywhere, anytime, on any device. Member FDIC. It's a delicate machine and a substantial investment. That's why you can't afford to ignore your car or truck. And with Valvoline Express Care Waco on Valley Mills, you can be rest assured your car or truck is in good hands. From the quick oil change to brakes, struts, alternators, and all minor repairs, they'll keep your vehicle running in top shape with quick in-and-out service. Locally owned and operated by Paul Sadusky, they'll take care of all makes and models. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, and Saturday, 8 to 5. Keep your peace of mind with Valvoline Express Care in Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive in Waco. My house has a new 
Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Central Texas brings you the Holiday Chill, sponsored by Coors Light. You can enter for a chance to win a Yeti prize by snapping a picture of a Coors Light display at your nearest store and text it along with your name and keyword CHILL to 254-662-1660. Weekly winners selected every Friday on ESPN, and one lucky winner will receive the grand prize of 40-inch flat screen TV. Coors Light, keeping Texas chill throughout the holidays. Celebrate responsibly. Must be 21 or older to participate. No purchase necessary. Details at Centex sportsfan.com Fox 44 News, Adam Hooper, Weather Rate Certified Most Accurate, Mike LaPointe, and Matt Roberts. Breaking news out of McLennan County. Central Texas, we may not see anything. One of the biggest question marks coming into this season. Live as it happens. The live radar across Central Texas. More local news. Waco's community came together for last night's rally. A woman in her late 30s. We are live on the scene. On top of breaking news, weather, and sports. Back in action. On air and online, Fox 44 News. Your news now. All right, 417, 17 minutes after 4 o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Our 4 o'clock hour is brought to you by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. Glad to have you with us. You want to jump in? The uh, CNC Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. And, of course, the, uh, the uh, walk-ons uh, Sports Bistro listener line, 254-662-1660 if you want to talk some sports with us here uh, this afternoon. We, we're joking around about the Tuesday thing, guys, but uh, the Cowboys and the Ravens are going to get this game in, it appears, and again, it's a 7.05 kick. We'll have the broadcast at 6 o'clock tonight here on ESPN Central Texas. By, uh, Brad Sham, Babe Loffenberg, and Christy Skill with the call, and I was just looking, uh, just doing a little research on the game stretch earlier today, and it looks like the Cowboys offensively up front are going to go with Terrence Steele, Brandon Knight, Connor Williams, Joe Looney, and, and Connor McGovern. This is going to be the eighth different combination of the offensive line in their 12th game. No wonder they're 3-8. and eight. <laughs> I, You know, I, we, we've talked about, you know, Zeke, and can you blame him for the lack of production? Has his – ability has his uh you know has his talents dropped off is he not the player that we paid you know a year ago big money for we, you know we've gone through the argument well you you know he can't pay a running back well name me a team in the last however many years it's won the super bowl that you know had a had a big money running back you know we, we've cut it from so many different angles you know, and then I start thinking, how can you even evaluate what you have with Zeke when you said just what you said? 
how many different uh, lineup changes have happened with an offensive line that is absolutely ravaged uh, from, from injury. You know, Tyron and, and, and Zach, obviously the two guys that anchor this offensive line when you had, you know, Travis Frederick at the beginning of the year retire, uh, you know, he just – he wasn't able to overcome his issue. So, you know, it, it, it's kind of been one blow after the other. And, and quite frankly, you can't, you can't evaluate Zeke. You can't, you can't go on any kind of, you know, lack of production uh, from, from, from a running standpoint. And, and I say all that to say this, the minute you become one-dimensional in the NFL, I don't care who you have at quarterback – the minute you become one-dimensional, you're, you're not very good offensively. We saw Pittsburgh last night. I mean, they, they were one-dimensional and could not, you know, put away a, a, a Washington team who's good on the defensive front. There's, everybody knows that, but, I mean, they're not very good offensively, and they were not able to put them away because they can't run the football. They're a one-dimensional football team if it's – if it's not on Roethlisberger and he's not slinging it all around the yard, they're probably not doing very well offensively. And right now, the Cowboys are, are not very good offensively because they are limited from the injuries that they've had on their offensive line. We're not even talking about the fact that, you know, they're starting quarterbacks down. We're talking about the fact that simply that they don't have the ability or the experience up front to you know, get a hat on a hat and go ahead and create some lanes for Zeke to run through. It, it has been a very challenging year, and I can only imagine what Joe Philbin must be going through. That's the offensive line coach, and he's been a head coach in the NFL, an experienced guy. But what he must be going through just to try to get these guys ready to play, that's the downside. Here's the good side. They haven't had a game in 12 days. <laughs> so they've had, they've had plenty of opportunity to practice and you know, hopefully you got you, you got to hope they go out there and 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 uh, can create something because you know, I mean, Baltimore defensively they're going to they're going to show you a million different looks. I mean, Wink Martindale, the defense coordinator, of Baltimore, he'll he'll show every look known to man. They'll bring all kinds of blitzes. Uh, that's the downside. Here, here's the good side. Andy Dalton's faced him a ton of times, so I, I guess I could give you you know a little bright sunshine with what could be. You know, not a very good evening. But if you get Baltimore in that, you know, you get them in one of those rush situations and you're able to get the ball out in a in a hot look to CD or Amari Cooper, and you you know you're able to you're able to gash them a few times. That that'll allow you to stay around in the football game. Well, in being able to throw the football deep, I mean, that's almost an impossibility, isn't it? Well, I mean, if you can't, you're saying if you can't protect very well. Yeah, what's going on? I mean, they're having to get the ball out of the hand in a hurry. And, I mean, you know, there's there's not the, the, the traditional, what, five-step, seven-step drop, throw it, you know, throw the fly. Yeah, no, and that, that is. I mean, that's that you, you're going you're gonna to see challenges tonight. And I'm sure that Baltimore will, you know, that they're, they've got a little bad taste in their mouth. They're still kind of trying to put themselves in the playoff you know, in, in, in playoff talk. And so they're going to they're gonna cut it loose tonight. They got their quarterback back. And, yeah, they're, I'm sure they'll be bringing blitzes from everywhere, Tom. But, you know, you got you to hope you can kind of t- – in, in a game, you know, you got to kind of pick and choose 
I still think Dallas is going to have to take their deep shots, even if they have to protect with seven or eight. Give yourself an opportunity to push that ball down the field. You, you know, it just depends on when you call it, how you call it, and hopefully you call it at the right time. And, again, I was just looking at this in eight combinations on the offensive line. I thought, well, maybe these guys got the little name tags on, hi, my name is, you know, uh, with with what's going on in their offensive line. Let's uh, let's go to the phones. Let's say hello to Jose. Jose is on the uh, – on the Walk-On Sports Bistro listener line. Hello, Jose. Hello. Thank you. I, I, I'm sorry. I want to talk a little bit of high school football. Today, you know, I was listening to Q and them about Waco High University, you know, how they've been having their little issues back in the day. I was and I was Scott Bob McQueen time era when I was in the football stuff, you know, and Waco High University was a tough team. But I'm going to talk about Belton Tigers. And now they got this other high school is going to be the Belton Broncos. Now, I don't know how far along they are with far as football, athletics, and all that, but listen to the Waco and the university, how sometimes they don't have enough athletes. How is this going to affect this area in the district? You know, I'm just asking, you know, for how it's going to go. Thank you. I think I think the growth at Lake Belton, guys, is, is really significant to the point to where they had to go build the new high school. And, and I, I'm not sure if they're going to do open enrollment within the Belton ISD, if you know, or if they're, or if they're going to have uh, boundaries for the for the two schools. But I, I'm not sure how that's going to work. But I, I know this that they uh, they had a need for another high school, and so they built a beautiful high school, uh, and I think it's called Lake Belton High. Is that is that right, Garrett? It's Lake Belton. Yeah, it's Lake Belton. Yeah, and it's uh and. It, it's open and, and they're playing and they're playing, I believe, sub varsity stuff right now. But Correct. Uh, it's it, it's a beautiful campus and they've got facilities stretch. It's 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 going to be a nice place. Well, good. You know, anytime that you're able to, you know, come out and build new facilities, I, I, I that's where people want to go. So I, I, the more the merrier, right? That's what I'm going to say in that scenario. Absolutely. All right, four twenty-five, twenty-five after four. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Today, no matter what, we're going boating. Does that sound like something you would say? Time to visit Marineland Boating Center and talk about the new Mercury four-stroke outboards. Ranging from two and a half to 300 horsepower, the new four-strokes deliver legendary Mercury performance, unbeatable reliability, plus boat-enhancing technologies for superior hole shot, top speed, and fuel efficiency. If you crave smooth, powerful, and reliable boating, come to Marineland Boating Center. Mercury Outboards. Go boldly. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you too can live and serve part-time, close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Just call BB Services when electricity is on your list. Call 
2-9-2-8-9-0-8. Your need is our priority. 292-8908. Your need is our priority. It's a delicate machine and a substantial investment. That's why you can't afford to ignore your car or truck. And with Valvoline Express Care Waco on Valley Mills, you can be rest assured your car or truck is in good hands. From the quick oil change to brakes, struts, alternators, and all minor repairs, they'll keep your vehicle running in top shape with quick in and out service. Locally owned and operated by Paul Sadusky, they'll take care of all makes and models. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6 and Saturday, 8 to 5. Keep your peace of mind with Valvoline Express Care in Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive in Waco. Genco has extended their offer till December 31st to refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Refinancing will lower your interest rate, which then lowers your monthly payment. You pay less for your vehicle, rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today and keep your money, 90 days worth of money, only at Genco FCU. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org, NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. Saturday's game between Ohio State and Michigan has been canceled due to COVID issues with the Wolverines. Paul Feinbaum talked about what this means for the Big Ten earlier today on ESPN. This is a league that on August 11th shut down, then they came back and really left themselves no wiggle room. It's important to remember on December 19th when the Big Ten championship game is going to be held. The rest of the, the league is going to be playing that day, so all they need to do is rearrange some things. It's not the biggest deal in the world, and, and, and I sense they'll do it. Uh, I'm sure it, it wouldn't be that difficult, but the fact that the, the Ohio State-Michigan game is gone is it, just shocking news. The Baylor men have found a replacement for tonight's game with Nickel State and will host 3-0 Stephen F. Austin tomorrow at 7 p.m. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Four twenty-nine. Welcome back into the program. Game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Stretching here. We're going to dive in, talk some college football. The Bears will wrap up the uh, twenty twenty season when they host o- Oklahoma State at uh, at McLean Stadium on Saturday evening. Two o'clock for our uh, our our pregame, and then four o'clock for the network pregame. Six o'clock for the kick. And John JJ and Ricky will have the call there, and our tailgate show with uh, Ward and Q will again get underway around two o'clock. I, I don't know if you just heard on Sports Center, but Paul Feinbaum said it was kind of shocking that Ohio State and, and Michigan are not going to play, and, and to a degree, I agree with him. But in 2020, guys, all bets are off, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, is it shocking, Tom? I mean, it, would you would you really consider that lead-in shocking news? No, not really. I mean, there's nothing when it comes to athletics, whether it's high school, college, NFL, whatever the case may be, that is shocking to me. I mean, I I never would have thought that we would have high school football teams win a playoff game and then have to forfeit the next week because of sickness. But that's and I think Tom, when I think about it, it was shocking to me that, that basketball game last year. I was watching, you know, the Mavericks basketball game, and when the season got called off. I think that was the one time that I said, okay, this is – that was shocking. A- mm-hmm. After that, I mean, we've had – we dealt with so many different 
kind of highs and lows, ebbs and flows, all the things that you've had to do as a station to, you know, move this game, move that game, got right to a pregame, didn't have the game. I'm just not sure that this late in the year that, that you could really call that shocking. No, I'm with you. You go back to March, and there was conversation of playing games with empty stadiums. And that was shocking to me. I was like, you you got to be kidding. They're, they're not going to do that. Surely they're not going to do that. And they're right. They didn't do that initially. They just stopped all games. So, yeah, that was shocking. But but when a game is canceled or postponed or moved or, 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 or a team changes locations to get a game in, that doesn't surprise me anymore. Does it you guys? No, a- absolutely not. You know, Tom, was it UTEP, they came – to, to Midland, right? Midland. Have, have they played – has UTEP played a game out there? I haven't followed it that close. Have they played one out there? I, I don't know, quite frankly. I haven't right, and I haven't either. I get, I but you that, see that what I'm saying? That before, that we would have been, holy cow, really, that's what's happening? But there are so many – there's so many different changes that it, it's like it's hard to keep up with all of it. So – why is it shocking? I guess that's the question I'm asking to Paul Feinbaum. Why? Why is that shocking? I, I don't think it's. I, I think that's absolutely part of what we're going through and what we're having to deal with right now. I guess the only answer there is that that was a game that has been played every year since 1917. So that would be the the, the only thing there. Uh, and again, is that a game? I don't know. If you, I guess you're at a point now. You really can't push games back, can you? No, no. You, you, you. I mean, we're, we're. I, I think we're, we're there. We're, we're at the end of it. We're farther along, Tom, than I ever thought we would get in this college football season. We really are. I mean, I, and I'm just giving my own personal opinion to how, you know, we. we and again, as educated people, college graduated people, or even those that don't. There's so much on the internet that you can read. You know, you, you, you start educating yourself on what's going on. And the fact that we've come this far, played this many football games, um, come this far in the high school football season, come this far in the college football season, gotten this far in the pro football season, it's pretty amazing to me. And we're still continuing to kind of fight through it. And now we're starting to talk about basketball in an indoor arena where – Guys are real close to one another, breathing that heavy on one another. Hey, it, it, I, I'm just I'm surprised we've gotten to where we've gotten. I, that, that, that's what I'm going to say. I really am. I'm surprised we're to where we're at. Okay, UTSA incidentally has not played a game since a uh, loss to UTSA in San Antonio on November the 14th. They uh, they got beat 52 to 21. Their game. In Midland against UAB, canceled. Their game against Rice in Houston the following week, November the 28th, canceled. Their game on December the 4th against Southern Miss, canceled. And they're now scheduled to play uh, this weekend against North Texas up in Denton. And that game is scheduled for a uh, 3 o'clock Central kick. So it is scheduled right now. But they have not played since November the 14th, and they're three and four overall. So they've only played seven games, and again, they've had three games that have been three in a row, and and four games have been canceled overall. So they've had, they've had a rough year. Yeah, and, that, and that's to, uh, again though, 
Tom, you, you say rough year, seven games. If I would have told you back at the start of this we'd get seven games in, I, I think you'd probably say, you know what, I'll take that. I, yeah, I, I, I you're will. right, seven that. games for, for those guys. But uh, in Ohio State's at five right now looking to try to get six, maybe even seven. So we'll, who knows how this is all going to unfold. Uh, but we'll find out about the polls or the uh, college football playoff rankings. That'll, they'll be coming up tonight at 6 o'clock. Do we anticipate any changes? Surely not. <laughs> now, that's what I like. I like how you phrase that, though, Tom. Surely not. Surely not. Surely not. We can't have any more changes, can we? Can we? Can we adapt anymore? Well, no. I, I'm again. The, I thought the Aggies played terrific football against Auburn on the road. Does that help them? Does that move them into the fourth spot? I don't think so. I think it's going to be those four teams that have been. There from the get-go, I think you're going to see Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and and uh, in Ohio State. Well, and I guess that you you say that from the beginning because really, there's nothing that has changed your mind about those four teams, right? I mean, they've kind of done everything that you expected them to do. Maybe you didn't expect Trevor Lawrence to go out with COVID. Maybe you didn't think. Notre Dame would beat them in, a, in an offensive shootout. But we're going to have every opportunity to see where those teams really are in an ACC playoff. So I, probably not. I mean, everybody else is just kind of jockeyed under that group to see if, if they could get in position to go, you know, and, 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 and move one of the – you know, if one of those people were to stu- – one of those teams were to stumble and fall, you know, be able to move into that position. What moves – Ohio State out of the four spot, in your opinion. Is there anything that can move them out of the four spot? I mean, other than a other than a t- really tight, you know, tight game, or a really close game, uh, you know, against a possible Iowa or Wisconsin, uh, probably not. I mean, I, I, as I sit here today and I've seen both Wisconsin and Iowa play, do I think they have a chance to – play a uh, remotely close game, get a game into the fourth quarter, close game against Ohio State, I would have to say no. So, I mean, if you're asking me today, I, I don't think there's anything that would that would move them out of there. And and you're right. I mean, that that creates that, you know, them in that four spot. I, I, I think if I, if I look at these teams, though, the, and I'm talking about those top four, Tom, I think you've got Alabama, and then I think there's a there's a separation there between between number two, who I who I believe if Trevor Lawrence is doing what he does, I believe is Clemson, and then you know obviously it's it's Notre Dame and Ohio State, but I think Alabama is is clear cut so much better than anybody else right now in college football, and it, it you know you 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 take your hat off to the job that. Nick Saban continues to do year in and year out, especially uh, from a recruiting standpoint, how he just has stockpiled so many good football players. I was talking to a friend of mine who's an assistant coach at LSU Sunday night, and, and he just he, he just said, Stretch, I, I'd never seen so many grown uh, – I won't use the other word – grown, A-double. Uh, we got it. Men. <laughs> he said, I've, I've just never seen so many. And that's coming from a guy who 
coached there and just won the national championship a year ago. He just said they are grown men. And so, uh, you know, hats off to them, hats off to what they've been able to do and the fact that, hey, they got knocked down last year, but they came right back and have put themselves in position to looks like, you know, win the national championship again this year. And, and then on the other part of that piece is, is the ACC and, of course, uh, Notre Dame and, and Clemson. It, if Clemson beats the Irish, th- then it's a, that it's a push, right? And so do you say then they both deserve to be there? And you got Alabama, then you got those two, and then you got Ohio State having played, what, five games right now? And that leaves, that leaves A&M and, and Florida on the outside looking in, doesn't it? Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I do think that's where it is. And I – Part of me doesn't like that. I mean, I, I, I guess, and I'm rooting on my Texas roots. I, I want, I want A and M in there. But when I look back and think about how they played against Alabama, I, I, I'm willing to say, okay, let's give, you know, let's give Ohio, Ohio State a shot to go see what they can do against Alabama, or Notre Dame a shot to see what they could do. I, I don't think. I don't think Notre Dame could. I think maybe Ohio State, but I, I, I wouldn't bet much on it. I can tell you that. I just, I, I just think that Alabama is that much better than everybody else. All right, it's four forty, twenty away from five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, Garrett, what is the name of that sauce? That sickum sauce. <laughs> That's it. Now, where, where can I get that sauce? Mm, shorties. And we're going to talk a second about Shorty's Pizza Shack. You know, they're open for carryout, and, they're, uh, and you can order online, and, ava- and, and delivery's available at shortyspizza.com. And, uh, of course, they uh, they do deliver through delivery.com. Grubhub in, in, in is coming soon. So you got some options when it comes to Shorty's Pizza Shack. And, of course, uh, their dough is made fresh daily, and the marinara is homemade, and of course, their hamburger and sausage toppings are made in-house with no filler, no additives, or no artificial flavor. It's It sounds like a wholesome, healthy way to go about doing things. And, of course, it's just it's a cool place to go hang out, isn't it, Garrett? No, it really is. I mean, they got just about everything you want there. You have inside seating, outside seating, games. It, it's just a, it's a great place to go, especially if you want to go catch a game with some friends. Definitely go check out Shorty's. They're, uh, they've been in business since 2011. So, hey, look, if you're not open nine or ten years if you're not doing something right. And, of course, they're owned by four BU alums. And, and just a cool place to go hang out and have some pizza. And, and of course, their world-famous wings with the – and why is it such a secret? Sickle sauce. But why? Why is it a secret? Why do we have – I mean, why do we have to know the magic handshake to get it? I don't know, but it's worth it. That's all you need to know is it's worth it. <laughs> So it's it's that sickum sauce, and it's at Shorty's Pizza Shack, 12th and Bagby, tell we sent you by. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 
5 South 5th Street. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. And now, a moment of chill from Coors Light. Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill after the short but cold beer run from hot tub to cabin. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. Saturday's game between Ohio State and Michigan has been canceled due to COVID issues with the Wolverines. Paul Feinbaum talked about what this means for the Big Ten earlier today on ESPN. This is a league that on August 11th shut down, then they came back and really left themselves no wiggle room. It's important to remember on December 19th when the Big Ten championship game is going to be held. The rest of the the league is going to be playing that day, so all they need to do is rearrange some things. It's not the biggest deal in the world, and and, and I sense they'll do it. Uh, I'm sure it it wouldn't be that difficult, but the fact that the the Ohio State-Michigan game is gone is just shocking news. The Baylor Mano found a replacement for tonight's game with Nickel State and will host 3-0 Stephen F. Austin tomorrow at 7 p.m. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Stretch, and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. 446, we're 14 now away from 5. 
as uh, we roll through this Tuesday afternoon. Coming up uh, in about an hour and 15 minutes, we'll get to the pregame show for the Cowboys and the Baltimore Ravens. And, again, it's a 7 o'clock kick and a a 6 o'clock broadcast on ESPN Central Texas. Stretch with everything that has gone on with with COVID and, and, and injuries and everything that has transpired, can you judge the first year of Mike McCarthy? Is it is it is it fair to try to give him a a, a grade, so to speak? You know, I, I mean, I think so, Tom. I, I'll point to a few things that I, I think this is is a scenario where. I go to the very beginning of when he got the job with the Cowboys. He came in here and he kind of, you know, he sold Jerry on the fact that he had spent, you know, his years away from the league studying football with his, you know, his partner Jim Haslett, who had hired him in New Orleans, uh, you know, who was off, he'd been the head coach when he was in New Orleans. They were both out of the league. Um, So they, you know, they kind of talked about, and I think that's what he was saying And when he came in on his interview was, hey, we've spent the league with, I've spent, the, you know, the, the, this year looking at the league with several other NFL coaches, and we've done all this analytical uh, processing and looking at, you know, going for fourth downs, when to go for two, when not to go for two, uh, possibly – you know, faking situations, when to run fakes, how to run fakes in the game, how to do these, all these different things that he had basically came in and sold Jerry on this bill of goods, as, you know, that, that, that he had done. When you look at how it's been, uh, how it's unfolded, uh, incredibly unfortunate, first of all, that Dak went down. Uh, then you had, well, I'll start before that when we lost the center and Travis Frederick. Then Dak went down. Then you lost uh, Tyron Smith. You lost, uh, you, you know, you lost Irving. You lost, Now you're losing Zach Martin. Uh, I think it's, you know, injuries are a part of the game, but the fact that it's decimated one position on one side of the ball. I go to the other side of the ball. I look at what, he has done defensively as far as who he hired, Mike Nolan, uh, and that was a coach that gave him a job, his first uh, offensive coordinator's job out in San Francisco. So he felt a loyalty to him to say, okay, well, I'm going to bring him in here as the defensive coordinator. They came in here and immediately changed the scheme from what Rod Marinelli was doing as far as uh, what they do up front uh, Rod, Marinelli, Rod Marinelli was a more one-gap guy, but your you know staggered stance, get up the field, uh, crash the pocket, collapse the pocket, do those kind of things. He came in here and he, he, they being he and Mike Nolan, they went out and signed on free agency. Gerald McCoy from Tampa, he gets hurt before the season ever starts. They invest four million dollars. In ha-ha Clinton Dix, who uh, couldn't cover you and I in a phone booth, uh, they did not go and make a trade when he was available for Jamal Adams, um, have not upgraded the corner position at all. Then they come out defensively and are incredibly uh, 
poorly coached, it looks like, um, out-schemed all the time, can't set the edge, don't do a great job of setting the edge, uh, turning guys loose in the secondary, doesn't look like they communicate very well. I'm telling you all these things because I'm kind of reading you the cliff notes as to what I see. And and is is that sample size in a pandemic year enough to say I can see what Mike McCarthy has done? Uh, you go back just to when they lost to Washington. It is fourth and ten from your own 25-yard line in a four-point game that your defense is playing pretty well, knowing Washington is not very good offensively. And you run a fake. Well, first of all, let me go earlier in the game in a four-point game. It's fourth and one from your 34. Um, Instead of running Zeke, you decide to check to an outside hitch, which the numbers probably tell you that you got one-on-one coverage. You don't convert there. You get the football back in the same situation in the game. It's fourth and 10 inside your 25-yard line, and you call a reverse – off of a punt situation where a backup receiver is going to throw the ball back to your punter. So I'll ask you. I just gave you all that I kind of how I see it. And, and, and I'll ask you, is that enough of a sample size? It is for me, and I've seen enough to know that it looks like he sold Jerry Jones a bill of goods. I, I, I don't like the analytical side of what they've put in. I don't like – when they went for two uh, early in this year, I can't even remember who it was, and it got them in a it got them in a bad situation. I don't like the fakes, how they fake the fourth, some of the fourth downs that they've gone for, some of the times of turning the ball over inside your own thirty-five yard line. I'm not sure that's the direction that you should go uh, offensively. They, they've done okay defensively. They're not very good. And the biggest thing for me is their key free agent signings didn't even make it into the football season. So that tells me right there, I I don't think he has a clue personnel-wise what he's doing, why you would have gone and paid ha-ha Clinton Dix $4 million and he, he couldn't even make your football team. You can't make those types of mistakes, Tom. Someone has to be held accountable for doing those types of things. And if you're asking me to grade him on what I see, albeit they've had the injuries, albeit all that, I'm giving him at best a D in this situation. Okay. A couple of things, and I I totally agree with you when it comes to, I guess, special team trick plays and things of that nature. That drives me nuts. And and you're right. When when you're up 20 to 16 – Anyway, a couple things. At one point, you felt like the defense was getting better. Do you still feel that they're getting better? I I think that – do I think the scheme is getting better, Tom, or do I think that they've gotten healthier as a football team with what was already in place here? And the answer would be that schematically, I, I, I don't think they're better. I do believe personnel-wise they got Vander Esch back after he broke his collarbone early in the year. They've got a healthy DeMarcus Lawrence. Um, they have got Alden Smith. They brought off of 
you know, off of, you know, brought him in pretty much off the streets, gave him an opportunity. He's playing better. Randy Gregory has come off suspension. It is playing better. Uh, I think Neville Gallimore was a pretty good pick, the fourth round, third or fourth round, wherever they took him, the defensive tackle out of Oklahoma. Personnel-wise, I think they have done some things that show you that there's been some improvement made on the defensive side of the ball. Schematically, I, 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 I don't like what they're doing at all. Still, I don't like what they're doing at all. So, I know that's a long answer for do I, do I – you're asking me, do I think they're getting better? I think they're getting better personnel-wise, schematically. I don't know, and I think that's something you're going to have to – you know, they're going to have to answer here in this last month of the season. That That is something that really needs to be answered because they are healthy on that side of the ball. Well, I say that, you know, uh, tonight they're going to have – Brown is going to be down – and the safety is going to be down, uh, the kid from A&M. So, I think uh, – Yeah, that, they didn't even travel. Yeah, I think that that could create a, a little bit of doubt for you. But front seven-wise, I'm seeing what you are. And if I continue to see you get out leveraged, somebody is going to have to pay the price for, quite frankly, a defensive scheme that has not been very well coordinated this year. All right, it's uh, 4.55, five away from five. We're going to continue some uh, football conversation. We'll do that in a couple of minutes. But right now, it is time for the Cowboy Update. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Two firsts take place when the Cowboys and Ravens tee it up tonight in Baltimore. Details after this. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. For the first time in team history, the Cowboys are playing on a Tuesday. Tonight in Baltimore is also the first time they'll face the player who has the most touchdown catches in franchise history, Des Bryant. Des was released by Jerry Jones in 2018, but he claims any hard feelings with Jerry and the Cowboys are long gone. For the most part, it's water under the bridge. Now, that's two years. Um, you know, I had time to get myself together. You know, you got to move forward with life because life's not going to wait on you. Back in my hometown colors, you know, the, the, the purple. I'm, I'm excited about that. You know, I'm here. I'm, I'm a Raven. The Cowboys are expecting Lamar Jackson to be Dez's quarterback tonight. Last year's league MVP, Jackson, missed last week's game after testing positive for COVID on Thanksgiving Day. Tonight's kickoff is 7 o'clock Central. That's today's Cowboys report. I'm Christy Scales. 
The only dentist in the Bosqueville Independent School District is Saddle Creek Dental. Since 2007, Drs. Dodd Moore and Jacob Moore have helped patients of all ages while providing them personalized, gentle care they deserve. They offer laser dentistry, cosmetic fillings, single-day crowns, Invisalign clear aligners, and dental implants. Emergency care and conscious sedation is available. Schedule an appointment today, Saddle Creek Dental, 10104 Saddle Creek Drive and at SaddleCreekDental.com. Are your office surfaces covered in antimicrobial film that lasts five years for the safety of your employees? Does your office point of entry use a state-of-the-art thermal facial recognition scanner that also takes temperatures? Is it frustrating accessing documents from home that are stored at your office? Now ask yourself what other office technology company in Texas offers these products and services? No one but the premier provider of business technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, and Sean Hunt. 254-772-1600, ubeo.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. And now, more Christmas tips from Pickup Outfitters of Waco. Guys, you know the big challenge every year is giving your wife some hints on what to get you for your truck for Christmas. So here are a couple suggestions. Hey honey, I heard Rachel Ray says the hot gift item this Christmas is a brand new grill guard for your truck. I thought that was really interesting because my truck sure could use a grill guard. Or, baby, I sure enjoyed those cute bunny slippers you gave me last Christmas. I was thinking they would look good stepping into my truck on some new Amp Research Power running boards. Or, wow, you really look good in that sweater. The color reminds me of some new catskin leather seats I saw over at Pickup Outfitters. Of course I enjoy going shopping with you. But I was thinking I probably shouldn't until I get a new bed cover for my truck to keep everything dry on the way home. Men, don't just let Christmas happen to you. Drop your hint now that you want something for your truck from Pickup Outfitters. And remember, gift certificates also work. Check out all our current specials online at createacommotion.com. Riverside Pool and Spa Care serves the greater Central Texas area, and they're offering holiday lighting services, including custom-cut lights to fit individual homes or businesses, installation and removal of lights, LED lights that last longer than traditional lighting, and storage in off-season at no additional charge. They offer free estimates. Call or text Chase Hood at 254-715-1175 or email him at riversidepoolswaco at gmail.com. They'd love the opportunity to serve you. Riverside Pool and Spa Care. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. 
KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. Couple of minutes past five. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Your all access pass to Central Texas sports. Garrett, you got breaking news, do you? Yeah, so uh, the Baylor men have added another basketball game. This time it's going to be on December 17th. It's a 7 p.m. tip-off, and they're taking on Tarleton State. So the Texans will come to town for a uh, December 17th matchup. Now, remember, Tarleton was going to play Gonzaga, but Gonzaga had to halt all their activities. You know, Baylor was, was going to play Gonzaga Saturday at noon, and then, the, and then I guess last night, Tuesday night, or no, tonight was scheduled was the game scheduled between Tarleton and Gonzaga. But because the uh, the Zags had to stop all activity, uh, basketball activities, that game obviously got canceled or postponed. And so now the uh, Texans needed a game and the Bears needed a game. And so now December the 17th, it's Tarleton taking on the other uh, Baylor Bears. So how about Tarleton? They don't mind going and playing anybody. Take them on. Take, they're going to, Tarleton boys will take them on all of them, Tom. They don't, they don't care. I don't know if they can win or not, but they're going to take on all comers. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's continue talking about the Cowboys and their coaching situation and, and, and where they go and what they do. You know, so, so Stretch, kind of, I'm going to give you a hypothetical. We need, in, in, in again, I want you to, to walk us through this in a, in a normal situation, not under a pandemic situation. The Cowboys, all of a sudden, they need a wide receiver. They're down. They need they need a wide receiver. What's the process of, of, of picking that free agent and, and going after that free agent and getting that free agent signed? Well, here's here's what I'm more inclined to say, Tom. Let 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 me let me ask you this, and 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 I'll answer your question, but let me ask you this. If you were, if I were to ask you right now, if I were to say, Tom Barfield, what is the position of need for the Dallas Cowboys right now? And let's just say we're going into next year. We've got Zach is back. uh, Tyron is back. uh, We've got options at center. We see that Connor McGovern has come on. We've seen that Connor Williams is playing better. What would you say – is the absolute position of need for the Cowboys. Well, if you're going to guide me there, then I'm going to say secondary. Okay. And, and, and you're right in saying that. So here's the process that would start with that, and, and it's already started. So they have a pro scouting department who is grading the entire league uh, alpha to omega. Okay, so there's – probably four guys in the scouting department, and they're going to grade every current NFL player, and they're going to put a grade on that player. When that player comes up for, for free agency, that's the first thing that's going to, you know, tip them off. Hey, we've got, you know, this corner and that safety are our top graded free agent players on the board in the league. So then the question becomes, are you able to go and get that player and have it fit under your salary cap? That's how you – those are the glasses that you want to look at and you want to say, hey, 
are we able right now to go and afford to to make a play for you know whoever that player may be let, let just i mean you know who whoever you may name whoever that player may be that's what you want to do you want to say hey can we go make a play for this free agent for that free agent is it is it possible is it possible that we could fit him under the salary cap cuz let me start by saying this Dallas Texas is a heck of a place to live a lot of these players live in these town you know in in Dallas especially during the off season never have i ever seen you you hear the term all the time hometown discount that never happens so so you better be able to fit that guy into you know into your salary cap and so if you can't do that and let's say there's not really that that player's not out there uh, let, let's say for instance i'll just I'll just throw a name out right now. I, I think the best cover guy in the NFL is Stephon Gilmore, give or take the, the New England Patriots corner. Can you can you afford him? Number one, is he a free agent? Number one, then can you afford him? Number two, if the answer is no on both of those fronts, then you've got to do it through the draft. Now here's where so many teams get in trouble. Tom is during the draft. When you draft for need, it always ends up biting you in the rear end. Every single time. You have to, when you put your draft board together, you have to line up the best players. And given the Cowboys credit last year, that's exactly what they did. And I'm sure they knew that they needed, they had a position need, but they drafted the best player who they had on their board, which was C.D. Lamb. And good for them. That, that, that only helps your football team. Unfortunately, it didn't address the need. And so that's why I'm going back to what I said in our last segment, is when they tried to address the need through free agency by saying, let's go sign and pay ha-ha Glinton Dix, and he could not make the football team those are accountability issues. So I'll go back to your question. Where would they get that receiver? How would they get that receiver? It's all lined up in their pro department, and they're all graded, and they have grades on these guys. So they can know right where they're at, how they feel about them, and where they feel like they fit in the Dallas Cowboys system and then the Dallas Cowboys scheme. Okay. <laughs> With that – then they obviously felt okay about about him. They signed him, correct? You're talking about Dick, Clinton Dix. Yes, yeah. Correct. I mean, obviously, he, 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 he checked the boxes. Correct. And so when you say check the boxes, I'm going to say, well, who, who graded him and then who brought him to say this is who we need to sign? Because ultimately – it falls on Mike McCarthy, Jerry Jones, and Will McClay. Well, then I immediately, I, I don't know this. I, I'm just an analyst on the outside. But I say, who drafted HaHa Clinton Dix out of Alabama? Mike McCarthy, the Green Bay Packers, correct? He was the head coach of the Green Bay Packers. So those things point to the fact that he gave it he, being Mike McCarthy, signed off on Ha Ha Clinton Dix to, 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 to sign him. 
Now, he doesn't come in here and make the football team. Someone has to be held accountable for that. Gerald McCoy comes in here, gets hurt. He wasn't good. He, he wasn't worth the tinker's rear end at, at Tampa Bay. But he comes in here and can't make the football team. Worley, the other corner slash safety that they signed from Oakland, comes in here and can't make the football team. You allowed Jeff Heath, who was a starting safety here for four years, to leave and go to the Raiders. Somebody has to be held accountable for that. So I go back to the question that you asked me last segment, which was how would I grade what Mike McCarthy has done? And from a personnel standpoint, really bad. From an analytical standpoint, not very good. From a defensive standpoint, not very good. From, from a go-for-it-on-fourth-down standpoint, not very good. Now, you give him a letter grade. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I, I do. But I, And, again, I keep going back to what you're telling me. You're telling me there's multiple people at different levels that are involved in this decision-making. It's not – ultimately, <laughs> yeah, you, you got to start looking at Mike McCarthy, but there's other people involved in these decisions, correct? correct. Or, or am I missing it? No, no, no. You're, you're, you're exactly correct. So how, how it would line up would be you would have a pro-personnel meeting that would be led by Will McClay, who is in charge of personnel and his pro-personnel department. They would present their information to Mike McCarthy and to Jerry Jones. At the end of this football season, that's exactly what will happen. Those pro scouts will come in, and they'll have – Whoever it is, whoever's in charge of that, they will have responsibilities. They'll have teams, different guys. They'll come and talk about what they have seen, those different guys. They'll kind of line up who they think, let's say, is one to, let's just say one to ten, one to eight, as far as positionally how they look at it. Then what will happen is the position coach, that position coach will then go look at those players on his own and then he'll rank them 1 to 10. And then that'll be presented to Will McClay, who will then present it to the general manager and the head coach. That's how that process works at every team. That's why Jerry Jones gets so much of the blame here because he is not a general manager who is going to sit and study film all the time, say like a guy like Ron Wolf did when he was at Green Bay or John Dorsey did when he was in Cleveland. He doesn't sit year in, day in, day out, every day, and look at film. And so that's the thing that when you criticize Jerry Jones, that's where it can be critical. But ultimately, he puts people in position, being Will McClay and Mike McCarthy, and gives them the leeway to be able to tell him who it is that you want that fits into your system and your scheme. And when you're wrong, that's the point I'm making. Somebody has to be held accountable for those situations. Now, I'll tell you this. I, I have a couple friends in the scouting department, and maybe one day, Tom, if you think, hey, we want to have them on here and you know have them on and let them kind of go through in a segment or two how they grade guys so that our listeners can get a feel for how that process works, we can certainly do that when we lead into the draft this year. But that's exactly how that process works. And ultimately, it is the head coach who decides 
and has the final say along with Jerry Jones in these situations. And when you look at what they've done from a defensive secondary standpoint and how they've drafted over the years and the free agents that they've signed, whether that was Mo Claiborne out of LSU, whether that was going and signing ha-ha Clinton Dix, whether that was doing all the things that they've done in the past five or six years, they have stunk it up from a secondary standpoint. Shadobe Awuzie, he has not panned out to be a very good football player. So those are the things that somebody has to be held accountable for, and that's what sets an organization back in the same way that Philadelphia has stepped out and paid Carson Wentz so much money, and the fact that he hasn't performed will set the organization back a long way. All right, so 5-15, 15 after 5. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight. Again, very quiet conditions, but it will be chilly. Low temperatures fall to 33 degrees. Mostly sunny skies tomorrow. Very mild with a high of 78. And on Thursday, sunshine to start. Then a few more clouds rolling in the afternoon, but still very warm. Look for a high of 76. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Walk-On's athletes put everything they've got into the game. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything we've got into bringing you a game day with a taste of Louisiana. Catch all your teams on over 70 big screen TVs. Dig into our mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp. Plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads. It's all made from scratch with ingredients you can't help but crave. Walk-On Sports Bistro. We live for this. ESPN Central Texas brings you the Holiday Chill, sponsored by Coors Light. You can enter for a chance to win a Yeti prize by snapping a picture of a Coors Light display at your nearest store and text it, along with your name and keyword, CHILL, to 254-662-1660. Weekly winners selected every Friday on ESPN, and one lucky winner will receive the grand prize of 40-inch flat-screen TV. Coors Light, keeping Texas chill throughout the holidays. Celebrate responsibly. Must be 21 or older to participate. No purchase necessary. Details at Centex. Sportsfan.com. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Are your office surfaces covered in antimicrobial film that lasts five years for the safety of your employees? Does your office point of entry use a state-of-the-art thermal facial recognition scanner that also takes temperatures? Is it frustrating accessing documents from home that are stored at your office? Now ask yourself what other office technology company in Texas offers these products and services. No one but the premier provider of business technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, and Sean Hunt. 254 772 1600 ubeo.com 
Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. All right, welcome back into the program. It is uh, game time here on ESPN Central Texas, 519 with Tom, Stretch, and Garrett. And earlier today we had a chance to uh, catch up with Steve Hellwagon from Ohio State 247sports.com. And we talked a lot about the Big Ten and Ohio, Ohio State situation. And for those who may not have been able to, to be with us in our first hour, we thought we would uh, bring you part of that conversation. And Steve Hellwagon from Ohio State 247 Sports joins us. Steve, good afternoon. Appreciate your time. Yeah, great to be with you guys. All right, let, let's let's dive into this. Obviously, for so many reasons, this is a an important game. But just talk about the history of this football game and what it means not only to these two institutions but to these two states. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, uh, they once fought a war over the city of Toledo, I guess. Uh, wait way back when the militias but you know that's when it may have begun the late 1700s or early 1800s but uh football wise they had played every year for 102 years it's been the last game of the season every year since 1935 and obviously ohio state has dominated the last 19 years since jim trestle got to ohio state in 2001 and kind of flipped everything on its ear uh, Ohio State's won 17 of the last 19 meetings. The only two wins for Michigan were 2003 and 2011. In that uh, in that time period, the Buckeyes 30-point favorite to demolish Michigan, which is unheard of. Uh, the, the biggest point spread I could find in this game was 21, and that was back when uh, Rich Rodriguez and his comedy stylings, you know, were in uh, Ann Arbor and. They were like three and nine, I think, one year. So, it, unprecedented uh, time and, and uh, sad. I think for a lot of people who grow up, you know, I'm 52 years old, grew up outside Columbus, and back in the 70s, and you guys know this, your team was only on television twice a year. You know, maybe three times a year, and then maybe the bowl game. Well, one of those was always the Ohio State Michigan game, and it's usually one of the most 
uh, highly viewed games of the year. You know, maybe there'll be a Alabama LSU one versus two game that, that takes the cake some year, but Ohio State Michigan consistently in the top three or four most watched games every year, and there won't be one this year. So that uh, all that in a nutshell kind of tells you where we're at. It's like a, a it's like a megaton bombs hit the city. It's uh, really a sad day. If uh, Coach Day wants wants the league wants the Big Ten to to maybe reevaluate their plan. Do you see that happening? You know, that's a great question. I think the Big Ten athletic directors are probably going to jump on a Zoom call tomorrow and try and sort through this and figure out what the best thing to do is. Uh, there was a report today that Purdue has paused, which would free up Indiana if that game gets canceled. Now, Purdue may resume in a day or two if they get a, an all-clear, but uh, – you know, that would create perhaps a, a rematch or perhaps they rework the schedule and give them other scheduling partners to play a game uh, this weekend. But then, you know, you guys know football coaches. They hate disruptions. They hate changes. So if you've got a game that's set and doesn't impact any of this and you tell them, oh, no, you're going to go play Ohio State this week, uh, that coach is going to scream bloody murder. So, you know, it, 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 it's not going to be an easy thing to get done. But here's what I think. I think they set the six-game rule with good intentions of saying we need to have a legitimate division champion in both divisions to play for the conference championship. And if you can only play five of your scheduled eight games, maybe you're not legitimate. But I don't think what they foresaw was this instance where Ohio State had to cancel one game themselves last week against Illinois or the week before. Ohio State's had two games canceled by its opponents, Maryland and now Michigan. And I'm not sure. I think if, if they came out and used that as the leg that they stood on and said this is the reason why we are amending this rule to, down to five games and allowing Ohio State to play in the championship game, I don't think many people would complain about that because it's out of their hands when their opponent cancels. And the other thing is there's really no controversy. This isn't a situation where – you've got two or three teams tied with one loss all jockeying for the same spot. Ohio State beat Indiana on the field and gave them their only loss. There's nobody else even in this discussion. So, you know, if they were tied with one loss and, and, and you know, however you want to look at it, you might say, oh, that's not right. But uh, that doesn't apply here. So I think either get them an opponent or change the rule. That's what the athletic directors have got to do tomorrow. Let me ask you this, Steve. How, how, how is Ryan Day approaching this with his football team? Do, 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 what is he kind of – is he giving them an underlying tone and an underlying message? Because it sounds like what's coming out of Harbaugh is, hey, we absolutely wanted to play this game after initially there were some statements, and I know Herb Street made some statements about, you know, Michigan wanting to duck this game. What do you think, Coach Day, what has his posture been with his football team? Yeah, I think he's tried to remain uh, positive and upbeat. I don't think, uh, you know, casting stones in this in this day and age. I mean, guys, there's much more important things going on in our world right now than whether they play a stupid college football game this Saturday. I mean, let's use proper perspective. I mean, X number of people are dying every day from this virus. So we got bigger issues and bigger fish to fry. I think uh, what, uh, what he – is said, and he was interviewed just before 
the cancellation. It came out maybe 20 minutes after his interview time was done, and he said, we have been through a lot of disappointment already. We had to cancel a game ourselves. You know, they did, he said, because of, of COVID. They had one canceled by an opponent previously against Maryland. He says, I don't think we're ready for more disappointment. He said it would be hard to stomach and hard to deal with. So they're having some hard conversations with their players. My guess is they're on the practice field right now working to get better because they do have bigger fish to fry. They want to win the Big Ten Championship, and they want to go and play in the college football playoffs. So they're going to keep working. They're going to keep striving. And if the Big Ten puts a team in front of them this week, then they're going to give that team every effort. And uh, that's probably how I would assume he's approaching it. You know, they don't have a leg to stand on. They can't say anything accusatory about Michigan because their hands aren't clean either. They they had to cancel a game themselves. So, you know, they're, they're all in the same boat together. And uh, it's just uh, you deal with the hand you've been dealt. Steve, right now, uh, the biggest the biggest talk is, is where Texas A&M lies in this, especially in our region. And with both teams, Ohio State and Texas A&M, losing opponents this weekend, why wouldn't you just schedule this game similar to how Coastal Carolina and BYU did or the situation with Baylor's basketball team where they threw a tournament together and just kind of settle this this weekend? You know, that's a great question. And that BYU thing, I think – came about either late Wednesday or first thing Thursday morning, and they had it booked and sent the truck six hours later, and, and that was that. I mean, uh, I saw somebody tweeted that Texas A&M and Ohio State could play in that empty dome in St. Louis. You know? <laughs> Meet me halfway or something, or Tulsa or somewhere. Uh, you know, Tulsa's interesting, too. They were supposed to play Cincinnati. This weekend for home field advantage down in Tulsa in the American, and Cincinnati had to uh, cancel because of issues in their program, and now because of it, Cincinnati by default gets to host Tulsa the following week. So, a lot of people upset about that on the Tulsa end, certainly. But uh, you know, it is what it is, and I like your idea. I think it'd be great because the winner, uh, you know, I, I, I guess Texas A&M would not have another game uh, after that, but. Uh, Ohio State would have to go on and, and win the conference championship. The winner of that game would be a prime playoff contender. So, uh, yeah, I really like it. If I'm Texas a I'm certainly placing a ball. And, uh, you know, if I'm the big team, their, their big thing is they didn't want any outside games played. But if Texas A&M follows all the protocols and everything, then, you know, why not? And, uh, you know, you got to make exceptions and whatever and, and – uh, you know, it is what it is, and uh, I, I guess uh, I, I tend to doubt we'll see that. My guess is either they're going to have a Big Ten opponent or uh, they're going to change the rule. I can't imagine they're going to just let this sit like it is because, uh, again, Ohio State uh, didn't, you know, other than missing the Illinois game, they didn't do anything wrong. Hey, Steve, as far as the uh, CFP is concerned, right now they, they like Ohio State in that four spot. If if they don't get into the Big Two, Big Ten title game, rather, excuse me, what do you think, or where do you see the CFP dealing? How how will they deal with with this as far as Ohio State is concerned? Well, that is a great question. The Big Ten has told its teams that they're going to play a game next week. All all fourteen teams are playing next week, and they're going to seed them by standings, which means Ohio State would play. Most likely the winner of this week's game between Wisconsin and Iowa would be the runner-up to Northwestern 
in the West, and uh, Ohio State would play that team. We don't know if it would be home or away or at a neutral site. We don't know yet. But, uh, you know, that would give them a sixth win if they're able to win that game, and it would be over a ranked opponent because you figure the winner of their game is going to be ranked. So, you know, with six games and two wins over ranked opponents good enough, you know, I think we have to wait and see what shakes out. If Alabama beats Florida, then that means the SEC gets one spot. If uh, Notre Dame somehow beats Clemson at full strength, then that means the ACC gets one spot, and it creates an opening that you can slide Ohio State right in there and not uh, not have anything happen. I think the common idea is that Alabama is going to beat Florida and that Clemson with Lawrence is going to beat Notre Dame, and Notre Dame would still deserve a spot. And then the fourth spot would be up for grabs between Texas A&M, Cincinnati, Ohio State, uh, and Coastal. Now, I, I don't think Coastal, you know, they never put Central Florida in there when they were undefeated, so it would be rare to see that. But, uh, you know, it would be tough decisions, tough decisions, and, and certainly if it fell the other way, if Florida beat Alabama and, uh, you know, uh, Clemson beat Notre Dame, there are people saying those should be the four teams and leave Ohio State out. So, you know, I, I, I'm i not going to stand here and stump for Ohio State because that's really not my job. But, you know, we knew when this thing started, it was going to be apples to oranges at the end of the season. We knew some teams were going to play seven or eight games and some were going to play 10 or 11. And it just wasn't going to be equal, but you had to look and see who's the best four teams. And, you know, undefeated should be worth something. But, you know, playing three or four fewer games should perhaps count against them. So, I don't know. You have to look at it different angles. Steve, one of the, the popular topics over the past few weeks here has been the recruiting aspect and with Quinn Ewers decommitting from Texas. Now he's going to Ohio State. Y'all got Garrett Wilson, Jackson Smith, uh, the receiver down there from Del Valley. Why is Ohio State having so much success recruiting Texas? Well, that's a good question. I think it started with Tom Herman. He came and gave him the inroads, and they started with J.T. Barrett and J.K. Dobbins a few years ago, and then, you know, worked their way on up. Uh, you know, they have uh, always taken, a, you know, maybe a guy or two from Texas, but to be in on the best of the best from the state of Texas, and, and you know, we could debate what's happened down there. Uh, with the University of Texas, um, you know, I'm old enough to remember when Mac Brown had the thing in its heyday, they would have a list of the top 15 or 20 guys in Texas that they would select from that list. And they'd take their 10 or 12 guys that they wanted from Texas off that list. What's no longer like that. And I just think uh, with the internet, there's so much more connectivity with national television. Every game's on national television. Uh, your parents, your aunts, your uncles can watch every Ohio State game in Waco, Texas, or College Station, or wherever. So, you know, it is what it is. I, I just think, and, and plus the, the track record, you put guys at the uh, into the NFL. You look, uh, you know, you want to be a defensive end? Well, Joey and Nick Bosa and Chase Young, you know, who are all frontline NFL players uh, through Ohio State. That's, that's your conduit. That's your way to get there. Wide receiver, they're starting to do a lot better at wide receiver. Michael Thomas, Terry McLaurin doing really well in the NFL. And, uh, you know, these guys they got now, Olave and Wilson, they're going to be playing there in, in a year or two as well. So uh, I think that's just what people are looking at, that uh, a track record of proven uh, winning and 
putting guys in the NFL and getting paid. That's uh, what it's all about. Hey, Steve, man, we uh, we appreciate your time. Great information, and uh, we, we do appreciate it very much. Tell us what we can uh, check out at Ohio State 247 Sports. Yeah, BuckNuts.com. We're going to go through all the different eventualities and, and, and what should happen next and hopefully get some clarity by tomorrow if they're going to get a game or get the rule changed or just going to have to deal with it. So, hey, you know, this is our world in 2020. Like I said, if it works out, great. If it doesn't, it wasn't meant to be, guys. What can you do? Hey, Steve, thanks so much. Have a great day. Yep. Take care. Steve Hellwagon from Ohio State, 247sports.com. And, guys, I again, uh, when he was with us earlier today, uh, just terrific information and, and uh, great insight to, to what's going on not only in the Big Ten but just basically across college football, the landscape of college football. Hey, and he, and, and, and he brought us all into perspective, right, Tom? Just telling Absolutely. us, hey, does it really matter? Because do these games really matter? Uh, it it kind of brought me down to earth a little bit. I kind of pulled up my boots, and I thought, okay, yeah, it really doesn't. Good for you for bringing me back to earth. All right, it's uh, 535. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas, and we're running a couple of minutes late, but we're going to get to the Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat. Your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes, touching on Baylor basketball and the football season finale. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. To say my wife and I have a lot to clean is an understatement. So we go to TNG Chemical, where the pros know what cleaning solutions to use and give us detailed instructions on exactly how to use them. We never got that kind of advice from any other stores. And the prices at TNG are great, from general household cleaners to odor control solutions for our pets. We go to TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. When it comes to value and great customer service, you can count on us. Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. As a customer first award of excellence winner, our customers always receive exceptional service and during the Big Finish event, you save thousands on every car, truck, and SUV. Plus, most vehicles feature 0% financing. The Big Finish event. Now at your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels. Baylor fans, Coach Drew here asking you to join the fight against the spread of COVID-19. If we each take precautions like wearing a face covering, maintaining social distance, knowing and monitoring the symptoms, and staying home if you're sick, we can beat COVID-19. It's what Baylor Bears do. We take care of each other and put family first. Let's sick COVID-19 together. Sick'em Bears. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And back on today's Baylor Sports Beat, you know by now, Baylor men's basketball has added a game to the schedule. It comes up Wednesday evening, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center against Stephen F. Austin. That ever-changing basketball schedule, the starting point in our conversation with athletic director, Mac Rhodes. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Man, this uh, this 
start stop on uncertainty and as you mentioned unfortunately the game tonight canceled and um these conference openers are coming early aren't they i mean the men open sunday and the women open thursday on the road at west virginia yeah they uh that's always a, a hard trip right because of distance and and uh you know west virginia is a team that's well coached and you know competes plays hard you know um plays plays 40 minutes and so that would be a good good test for for uh for our for our lady bears on the on the road and and uh and then they you know they come back home and and uh, the big 12 opener for for them is you know six days out monday um december 14th against texas tech at six o'clock and so looking forward to uh to watching them play absolutely we have one more football game too oklahoma state coming to town this is the game rescheduled from october 17th yeah i'm, I'm glad we're playing it right i think there was some doubt that we would play it so uh, i'm glad that that we are one last one last opportunity to play in mclean stadium and and uh, and end our our football season on a on a high note, as you mentioned, six o'clock on Saturday against Oklahoma State. Really proud of our kids, um, of our young men, and and how they fought and competed at at Oklahoma, and uh, just you know again played an entire sixty minutes, uh, never gave up, continued to fight, and uh, and I think you can you can see progress being made. Thanks, Mac, and that's our time for today. More tomorrow on our next Baylor Sports Beat. Only Fox 44's Mike LaPointe has the weather rate seal of approval for the most accurate forecast in Central Texas. What is weather rate? It's an independent organization that monitors forecasts for accuracy. From storms and wind to sunny skies and extreme heat, they track it all. So when you're preparing for your day, trust Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe and the Fox 44 Storm Team to give you the most accurate forecast every time. Fox 44 News, weather rate certified. Central Texas most accurate forecast. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. And now, a moment of chill from Coors Light. light mountain cold refreshment made to chill after the short but cold beer run from hot tub to cabin 2020 course brewing company golden colorado
Celebrate responsibly. And now, more Christmas tips from Pickup Outfitters of Waco. Guys, you know the big challenge every year is giving your wife some hints on what to get you for your truck for Christmas. So here are a couple suggestions. Hey, honey, I heard Rachel Ray says the hot gift item this Christmas is a brand new grill guard for your truck. I thought that was really interesting because my truck sure could use a grill guard. Or, baby, I sure enjoyed those cute bunny slippers you gave me last Christmas. I was thinking they would look good stepping into my truck on some new Amp Research Power running boards. Or, wow, you really look good in that sweater. The color reminds me of some new catskin leather seats I saw over at Pickup Outfitters. Of course I enjoy going shopping with you. But I was thinking I probably shouldn't until I get a new bed cover for my truck to keep everything dry on the way home. Men, don't just let Christmas happen to you. Drop your hint now that you want something for your truck from Pickup Outfitters. And remember, gift certificates also work. Check out all our current specials online at createacommotion.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. Saturday's game between Ohio State and Michigan has been canceled due to COVID issues with the Wolverines. Paul Feinbaum talked about what this means for the Big Ten earlier today on ESPN. This is a league that on August 11th shut down, then they came back and really left themselves no wiggle room. It's important to remember on December 19th when the Big Ten championship game is going to be held. The rest of the, the league is going to be playing that day, so all they need to do is rearrange some things. It's not the biggest deal in the world, and, and, and I sense they'll do it. Uh, I'm sure it, it wouldn't be that difficult, but the fact that the, the Ohio State-Michigan game is gone is it, just shocking news. The Baylor men have found a replacement for tonight's game with Nickel State and will host 3-0 Stephen F. Austin tomorrow at 7 p.m. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. now before 6. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Stretch, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Drive safely if you're uh, headed home on this Tuesday evening. We've got uh, football coming your way in about 17 minutes. It's the Cowboys and the uh, Ravens. And Stretch, uh, let's let's talk about the matchup and – and give me, give me some, give me some hope. Give me some, uh, give me some things that I can look for, for the Cowboys to be successful. If the Cowboys do A, B, and C, and then you fill them in. Well, I, I think what you're going to have to see the Cowboys try to do is is get some big plays offensively. I, I'm not sure that they're going to be able to sustain drives with an offensive line that is is banged up as it is now. You know, you say that, and then you think, boy, I hope that they can keep the ball away from Lamar Jackson. I'm not thinking that's going to be the game plan for victory tonight for the Cowboys. I think they're going to have to, they're going to have to catch Baltimore in some blitzes, and they're going to have to, you know, put the ball in the hands of their playmakers, C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, you know, Amari Cooper. Those guys are going to have to make you some plays outside. They're going to have to get loose. You know, possibly be able to throw some quick screens. And be able to do some things to, uh, you know, to get you some points. It's going to take some points to beat this team. Now, I know Lamar Jackson has been out with COVID issues and hasn't practiced in a few weeks. They, you know, they they played the game last week against Pittsburgh with RG three, and you know he he ended up getting uh, beaten, banged up. So, and they finished the game with Trace McSorley. So, I do think that the Cowboys. Uh, can hit some plays on this team, and I'm talking about, you know, try to hit some big plays down the field. And then they're going to have to try to do everything they can 
to control Lamar Jackson. The good thing is the Cowboys have got a rotation of, you know, guys from the end. They can get up the field. And if they can allow Van Der Esch to maybe spy on the quarterback and, uh, you know, give give him an ability to kind of do what he does, which is run sideline to sideline. And then Jalen Smith will have to, you know, kind of sub in and help him with being able to spy on Lamar Jackson. I don't think either one of those guys can really chase him down, but they've got to be able to spy and keep him moving laterally versus down the field. The other thing that the Cowboys are going to have to do is is winning the special teams. Uh, you saw, you know, 12 days ago when they played, they, they really stunk it up special teams-wise as far as, you know, the fakes, some of the things that they've done this year as far as, you know, bringing the ball out seven, eight yards deep in the end zone. I'm away from all of that. I want to see them be sound in what they're doing special teams-wise, but they've got to go out and try to take a more aggressive approach. Uh, I don't believe you're going to see a big running game tonight. I, I, I hate that because I do think Zeke is still a heck of a football player and there's so many things that he can do, but I, tonight they're going to have to get him you know, involved in the screen game and be able to get him the ball out on the edge of this defense because of all the things that Baltimore can do defensively to, to really cause your problems, which is bring so many different exotic looks and bring blitzes from so many different areas. So when you, you talk about take, take some chances, take some shots, they're going to have to find a way then to sustain some blocks then up front. Yeah, Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they got to protect a little bit, and I, I think you'll see them do that. I think you'll see them run some seven- and eight-man protections tonight, leave Dalton Schultz in the game and, and, and you know, not, not put him in a route, uh, possibly, you know, b- b- run the two backs in there. I don't, I, you know, I don't have an issue at all when I see both Pollard and Zeke in the game. Both of them can block well. And so that is how your shots are going to be taken. They're going to be taken off of seven- and eight-man protections and being able to press the ball down the field. I think that uh, the Cowboys do need to show that what they've done and, and what they did against Pittsburgh several weeks ago as far as stopping the run – they need to stop the run tonight. They need to come up and, and really butt up, you know, Mark Ingram and, and, and not let that running game really get loose. And, and and when I say that, I mean, you've also got to contain Lamar Jackson because what he can do with his feet makes him so dangerous in so many things that, you know, he did to lead them to a 13-3 and record and what they were able to do last year. Now, they haven't been as good this year with, you know, being able to get him loose. So I'm hoping that the Cowboys are able to come up schematically with some different concepts that will confuse him and try to keep him in the pocket a little bit. I know they're playing tonight. Uh, this is this is actually last Thursday's football game. They were supposed to be, what, the, the first game of the, of the week 13, and they're going to end up being the last game of week 13. <laughs> I Tom, we talk about it every every night on the show. It's what you're dealing with right now with this virus, and I, again, I'm just I'm I'm thankful they're going to get to play this thing, and and uh, hopefully Dallas can get rid of some of that bad taste that they left in the Cowboys fans' mouth from that Thanksgiving Day debacle. And, and they'll do, they'll have the quick turn. They've got a Sunday noon game, so. As far as preparation is concerned, I would assume that they've already started on Cincinnati. Maybe not, maybe not with the players, but coaches and, and 
and breaking down film and all that stuff. I would imagine they're they're way into that by now. Oh yeah, they've got they they're 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 ready to go with what Cincinnati is and what Cincinnati can do. So absolutely, they'll already have that broken down and be able to hit the ground running when they get in here. You know, I'm sure that they gave the guys you know plenty of off time during this because it hadn't you know it's been twelve ga- twelve days since they've played a game, so they've had that off time and they probably need that having to you know. Like you said, make this quick turnaround. They'll be back late tonight. I'm sure they'll, you know, give the players some time to sleep in, give them time, some time off in the morning, maybe bring them in tomorrow afternoon, run them a little bit, and then turn the page and get ready for a Sunday early kickoff, like you were saying, against Cincinnati here, in, here at AT&T. All right, so 5.50, 10 away from 6. Don't forget, we've got uh, the games posted for you in our uh, Whataburger Pick'em Contest. That's our high school pick'em contest. You can go there and uh, and cast your vote, and you may be a winner of a nice gift card from Whataburger plus some other nice gifts in our Whataburger gift package. So you can do that, uh, and we uh, look forward to, to going over those games, I guess, on Thursday as we get ready for it. The big Thursday night game. Garrett, it's, it's going to be exciting. Uh, you got Post and you got Crawford. This is the state semifinals uh, from Gordonwood Stadium in Brownwood. Six thirty for the pregame, seven o'clock for the kick. We'll have that game down the hall on our sister station, ninety-two nine Shooter FM. So uh, I'm excited about uh, the opportunity for the uh, Crawford Pirates in the state semifinals. Excited for Tom. How about how about some getting excited about some of that sickum sauce? That's what I want to talk about. Let's get on with get on with some sauce and see what we can have happen. All right, we got to get out of here. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Uh, and uh, we'll do it again tomorrow afternoon at three o'clock. Have yourself a wonderful evening, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow at three. This is the Spectrum.